Welcome, everyone, to the Game Vault Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Schuster. Joining me tonight are Mark Myers and Jenny Aquino. Tonight, we'll be recapping the latest Nintendo Direct and discussing games we like to play when our brains are fried and we need a recharge. And we'll be reviewing our retro roulette game, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, for the Sony PlayStation. But before we get to all of that, what have you guys been playing? Jen has made her triumphant return. <laughs> we, yes. uh, we, we pulled the High Priestess card. Yes. Oh, my God. I love it, Mark. <laughs> so I'm back. Yeah, I, I went on vacation, then I got sick. So here I am. I've been playing a decent amount of games, not as many, because like I said, I was on vacation and sick, but uh, Phasmo as always, we actually p- played a little bit of that on stream recently. If anyone hasn't checked out the VOD, you should go do it. It was a lot of fun. Um, Phasmo just had an update recently, some quality of life changes. So that's been going really well. Um, they announced, I don't remember if I've mentioned this on stream since it's been so long since I've been on or, uh should say podcast on stream um i don't know if i mentioned it on podcast since it's been so long but um they actually announced that they are revamping their um leveling system it's going to be based on uh experience basically in the game like your effort you put into it right now if you join a game with your friends and you do absolutely nothing the entire time you get the same amount of experience as everyone else um but i believe once they revamp it it's going to be based on what you put into it which is cool um so they haven't uh introduced that so you know none of that has changed yet but still some tiny little things that i appreciate going on there um hiding in the van to get experience points i don't know if it's gonna be like that specific um they they're a little bit vague on it i don't know if it's like everyone has to do something or if it's like as a team what you do basically gains you more or less experience i'm not quite sure but that would be interesting because i mean being in the van is if you have a full team, it's a pretty legit strategy because you can report, you know, like sanity and any kind of activity that you're seeing from the ghost. So it's kind of a really good idea to do that. So I hope that they don't totally eliminate the desire for someone to do that. But we'll have to see. I think it's on their Trello page, but it's like number three of, of, of importance, I guess, between yeah. other things they're working on. So I think it's coming. It's just not coming super soon. Yeah, I, so I would imagine that it's... um. That they can track if you're like looking at the camera thing and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we'll have to see how it turns out. I'm I'm looking forward to changes like that because I think it'll be interesting. Um, but along with the leveling changes, they're also resetting everyone's level. So I know that's like bittersweet for a lot of players that have been playing since the beginning and our level like there's someone that's level like eight thousand plus, <laughs> which is wild. <laughs> um I mean, I'm I haven't hit two yet because I don't play every single day for hours anymore. But yeah, it's crazy. So I don't care. I, I think it'll be fun to have a brand new clean slate. I remember what level I was, you know, where I came from. But uh, yeah, more to come on all that. Um, Devour. I haven't played it a lot because you need other people to play with. Um, but they just added a new map, I believe, in Devour. So that's cool. Um, I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter Rise. Nice. That came out for PC a few weeks ago, right before vacation, actually. And uh, I was a fan of World. Um, I enjoyed Rise when it came out on Switch initially, but I think part of it had to do with the controller setup. I just I couldn't get the hang of the wire bugs, which is like your uh, your way to what's the word like repel yourself around, and a lot of attacks are repel based. Um, 
or propel based, excuse me. So I couldn't, I couldn't get my head around that. And it was just very complex. Like a lot of the moves you have to do. And I, I lost interest in it pretty quickly, but for some reason on the PC, I started playing it on the keyboard. And for whatever reason, I remember the controls a lot easier that way. And I've been having a lot of fun with it. So it's going really well. Um, so I'm HR seven. Thanks. Yeah. Which is, I think, I don't know if it's HR seven or eight, which is the highest you can go in terms of story. And then you beat like the main storyline of the game and then you just continue to level up from there. It's like uncapped, I think. Um, but that's been a lot of fun. And then I played a new game called hell coming. Um, my streamer exactly. friend, Death Comes and Look Lizard, they gifted me a copy of it, which was really nice. And uh, that game is very interesting. It's another like spooky ghost type game, but it kind of merges Phasmo, Devour, and like a cleaning simulator <laughs> in one, <laughs> which is bizarre to explain it that way. But you're basically like um, uh, a ghost hunting cleanup team. You go to a site where there's a very violent ghost and you have to clean up depending on the map right now, there's two maps. So you would have to clean up, say, uh, these like demon spiders. There's like stuff on the wall, like blood on the wall. There's these puddles on the ground, like of ectoplasm. Um, I forget what the other things are, but there's like five or six tools that you have to use to do these tasks. And there's like a chart and it shows you your progress. And the map is huge. So you have to find all of these things to do while the ghost is continuously trying to murder you. But the cool thing is, if you do get caught by the ghost, you get thrown in this, like, it kind of looks like the depths of hell, but then you can come out and you're in a birdcage and you have to be saved by your team. It's <laughs> real weird. <laughs> I, I don't know the thought process, how they got to that point of putting yeah. people in a birdcage, but it you have infinite lives until your whole team gets captured at once, then the game is over. So okay. it, it is... A commitment because one game took us two and a half hours. Wow. Yeah, That's, it was uh... it, it was intense and fun, but there's no way to like protect yourself when the ghost is coming, except if you hide. And there really isn't a way to hide very easily. It's just if the ghost decides not to look where you're standing. But it's it's almost impossible to get away from the ghost. It runs at the same speed as you. And as you're nearing the end of the game, it speeds up. So it's it's crazy. It's just like I think for the uh, I don't know, like the intensity behind it. But I feel like if they added a way to repel the ghost, at least temporarily to get away from it, that would give you a little bit easier of a time to not take two and a half hours. But yeah, it was still fun. It sounds like they need to do some sort of balancing there. Yeah, it I think it's <laughs> been out for about a month. So I'm hoping that they're going to continue to tweak things. But it was interesting. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how someone took like a cleaning simulator and was like, let's put ghosts in it now. <laughs> and and also when you die, you're going to be in hell. But when you when you come out of hell, you're going to be in a birdcage. Like yeah, what? It's just it's bizarre. Um, and then aside from that, I played VHS, which again, I don't remember if I announced this on podcast or not since it's been so long, but I got a closed beta key which I was so excited for because I was waiting to play this game for forever. And it is so much fun. It is, I don't know, it's just, it's great. I haven't played DVD in forever again. Um, and this is like filling that void for me, which is nice. It's just like, it has its similarities, but it's very different um, in the sense that you actually can craft weapons to fight back at the monster. So you're not just totally helpless and 
there's also not a lot of time for people to potentially be toxic and like troll each other while playing. So it's been fun. Yeah, it's positive. I I never really get frustrated at it. Um, That's good. Yeah. And the community members on their discord have been doing a really good job making sure that they weed out anyone that's like really shitty. So they're trying to make it like a nice, like it sounds kind of dumb to say this, but like a safe place for anyone to come because there's open comms and stuff. So they're really trying to work hard at making sure that there's not, you know, a bunch of bad people playing their game. So they're doing their best, which is cool. That's always appreciated. Yeah. And then I think that's pretty much it aside from our, um, our retro roulette game that we're going to talk about in a little while. Mark, how about you? Yeah, so um, I'll talk about the uh, two new games that I um, started um, recently. Um, I have started Persona 5 Strikers, and oh man, does it feel like uh, the whole beginning of that game, um, the, w- the what they're talking about and going through is like sort of what I was going through playing it, where it was like, oh, I haven't seen you in so long. How you doing? Great. Uh, it was nice to be back in that world. Um, I, I, I pretty, I think I love that game more than I thought <laughs> <laughs> when when I got back into this, because it was immediately like going, "Ah, Ryuji, you're crazy," you know, as though I was the seventh member of the team um, in the room. But anyway, um, it's a uh, Koji Tech Techmo game. I think I say it. Um, you know, warriors. Yeah, um, I was say it's like a warriors style. Yeah. So. It's fun so far. Um, I'm only I'm in the first jail they call it instead of palace in this one, um, which is basically the dungeon. Um, so I'm going through that. Um, it, it's fun. The, the the writing in in that game is real good. Um, you know there there's some it's Japanese writing, so there's some times when there's some problematic stuff um, in there, just basically culture wise. Um, I hope there's no more recurrence of the two old gay men that were very gay stereotype. Um, that was pretty bad <laughs> in the original game. I mean, that um, game that game's almost ten years old, isn't it? The original five? Persona Five. No, um, I hope it's not that old. I don't think it's that old. It is. Hang that on, old? Let me let me check. I feel like it's kind of old. Well, ten years old would be pre PS4. So P- Persona no. Five came out for the PS3. It's I have it years, on four. It's, it's six years old. Yeah, I was like, I have it on four. <laughs> so, I mean, I know I got it when I, it came out. I knew so it anyway. was somewhat of an older game, but yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, I hope this is sort of better writing. But um, I really like that game. I like that series. So um, yeah, I played through that. Um, haven't gotten a chance to jump in, but I downloaded the um, uh, Uncharted Legacy, Lost Legacy like PS5 thing. I did, I did the $10 upgrade. Um, so... Uh, we'll see how that looks. It's probably going to look amazing because Uncharted 4 looked amazing at, on PS4. So um, be on the lookout for that. Um, I've been playing way too much Vampire Survivors. That it's, game it sucked you in. It just wastes time. You do <laughs> you get like a 20, sec, 20 minute run and then you go, okay, and you buy all the stuff. And you're like, oh, I got some cool upgrades. Let me go back in. <laughs> 20 minutes later, same cycle continues. And then it's like three hours later and you're like, ah, oh, I had things to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the routing on it is, is amazing. Um, in not like the, the repetitiveness of it. Um, it reminds me of, there's another game that got, oh, it, it reminds me of a, probably what Hades was when it was early access. Um, I didn't play it early access, but you know, being limited levels and, and the powers coming. Um, 
I like I like talk to the game like when we get the treasure chest. I I, it, I don't know if either of you watched the. I think you were there, Tom. Um, the stream. Um, when um, I did it, when the treasure chest comes through and it just cycles through everything. Yeah. Before it tells you what you get near the end of the stream, I've gotten so good at sort of recognizing the pattern that as it's going through, I'm like, all right, super weapon, super weapon, super weapon. I'm chanting at the computer while sitting alone <laughs> in my room. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's really good. I reckon it's three bucks um, on steam early access. I recommend it. If you like it, it's me and Jonathan tried to describe it last on last episode. Um, like yeah, it's, a, a, it's slow a slow bullet hell, slow bullet hell, like rogue light. Um, and there was another another term we use. It's like all these mixtures of genres. Oh, idle game. Because if yep. you get enough power, you can just sort of stand in the middle of the map and kill everything as it comes after you. That's always um, nice. So, um, yeah, yeah, I highly recommend that game. Um, I just downloaded it. Um, uh, and you know, I wasn't totally. Um, you, uh, what's it called? Inspired by a, a certain uh, trade that may have been made yesterday. Um, that I purchased NBA 2K22 um, to play. Um, yeah, it was on sale too. That helped. Uh, so gonna try that out. Um, you know what's amazing to me? And um, they have a. It's out on PC and PS5 and Xbox Series X, right? Yeah. The PC version is the PS4 Xbox One version. That's interesting yeah I, I it was last year it was and i'm like oh, okay they just did it special for the ps5 and xbox series x get people to buy it right yeah. you know because the system just came out i'm like okay good then when they said that the 22 was also the old game i'm like what are they doing yeah that's really weird that they at least wouldn't even they wouldn't even put in like a yeah like yeah. a a, a patch or something for it. Yeah, no, it's, it's for textures the, or something. Yeah, it's the it's the maybe on a high end PC you can get it pretty close. Um, but yeah, the textures aren't the the next gen textures. Um, so weird. yeah, it's really weird. Um, also, the PC version is broken, as I think I spoke about on stream. I read from somebody um, that the uh, people are just creating players that are like impossible. Like the guy that has arms that can touch the floor while he's standing up. <laughs> Which um, means he can dunk without jumping. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Um, so that was fun seeing that clip. But yeah, so I'll have to report on that game um, coming up. Um, play through more NCAA 14. And God, that game is good, especially with the um, the uh, upgrade, you know, I'm doing with the with the patch and all and the uh college football playoff um you know and then i'm playing through madden 25 as well and realizing how much worse of a game that is than ncaa 14 which is really weird i mean i always liked the ncaa games better than yeah than the madden games it's, it's just such a stark difference like um i don't know if 20 i gotta re look up maybe people can help us on twitter maybe 25 was just a broken version of madden you know um but yeah, and and maybe that's why the my version from Uncle Vim um, tends to crash a lot. Um, well, yeah, that's that's another problem with PS3 games like that is they always had patches, so you have to yeah, you have to try to find all the patches for yeah. said game while you're playing it, or else it's going to be a buggy mess. Yeah, it was it, it's just weird. It like it like it it soft locks on like loading screens, which is really frustrating. Um, 
But anyway, uh, while playing Madden 25, as if you see the header on my Twitter account, um, Skip Bayless said that Mark Myers might be the greatest player in the world. So, <laughs> Period. 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 No, hashtag simple. Oh, simple. Oh, that's that's right. what it was, yeah. <laughs> simple. Um, so that was fun. Um, that, that fake social media is so simplistic because I think it was one of the first times they implemented it yeah. um, in there. And it's just funny. But yeah, yeah. Playing through all that, um, I think me and Jen are getting really excited about a certain game coming out in a couple weeks. Phasmo's um, already out. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're talking about the Phasmo the- update. Okay, gotcha. I, no, I would love to play this bit, <laughs> but I think we both know what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So I'm getting really excited for that, and then there's some stuff coming up in March. You know, my new life situations. I'm hoping they all come to Game Pass. <laughs> Um, and so, so I can play them a little bit more, but, um, yeah, I'm at least going to play, you know, you know, I'm not going to beat around the bush anymore. Her Horizon Forbidden Way. Yep. Uh, I might have to hold out on Elden Ring because I would much, I think for our podcast, Horizon's probably the better one to play since the two of us can talk about it. Um, but yeah. Well, El- yeah. El- Elden Ring will probably be Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. No, that's from. Oh, it's from software. Okay. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I was thinking it was Bethesda. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Bethesda sometimes wish they were that. Um, yeah. Damn. But Burn. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, gaming's starting to pick up. So it'll be mm-hmm. it'll be really nice. Um, twenty as we're going to talk about in a little bit, twenty twenty two is going to be ridiculous. Um, yeah. Because we're getting all the delays mm-hmm. from COVID plus anything that was supposed to come out in twenty twenty two anyway. Yeah. All exactly. this year, and it's just it's just going to be packed. I remember I, like, at the beginning of the pandemic hearing about Forbidden West and literally like get, getting all teary when I was watching, you know, them announce it. I was like, oh, my God, when is this going to happen? Because we had our like conspiracy theories in our news in the beginning of the podcast. Like, hey, they posted this job. I think they're making Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Yeah. And they announced it. And it was so long ago. And it's finally here. Almost. Yeah, it's, it's it's amazing. Um, yeah. You have to it, blow it, the dust off your PS4. <laughs> Yeah. I know. Oh my God! Seriously, I do. Yeah, if it's um, it's some of the uh, uh, what's it called um, I think some of the games that were originally scheduled for 2022, I would um delay if I was studios, get a little bit more time to work on it because there's way too much coming through this year. Yeah, some big yeah. stuff. So that's all I played, Tom. Besides so, Halo. <laughs> besides Halo, uh, I beat Resident Evil 2 on stream. Hey, how free do you feel? Oh, so it's felt so good. It felt so good to to not have to worry about playing Resident Evil ever again. I uninstalled so, it already. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, was it worse than you expected, or do, would you admit that it was not as bad as as what you maybe would have imagined it was like? The beginning was kind of bad. Yeah, it was kind of nasty and gross, and that's the kind of stuff that I don't like. Aside from the jump scare stuff, but. Once you get past the whole, um, once you start, once, once, I guess once you clear out an area, it's mm-hmm. not as bad. Like when you're have to, having to figure out puzzles, because I'm not worried about being chased or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the Mr. X stuff <laughs> is shitty. Just, just because you move so slow. There's no reason you should move as slow as you do in that game. And it just, it's just infuriating. Because you can't get away sometimes, and it just it just makes me not want to play when stuff like that happens. Because it's just, it's just it's not like it's 
it it just makes it unfair for no good reason when you're not able to move like when especially towards the end when you're fighting the end boss (laughs) that's what i was thinking of you can't you you're you literally cannot get away from the end boss like people were joking on stream like oh you're supposed to dodge that i'm like i can't go anywhere i can't dodge when i'm holding this gigantic gun (laughs) it it just doesn't work like that but that's the infuriating part but other than that it was it, uh, the story was interesting. They mm-hmm. it kind of pulled me through. Um, I'm sure it would be more interesting if I continued playing and got the the second half of the story. But I don't care that much. <laughs> now you played uh, the better of the two. I'm glad you picked her her story to go with. Yeah, Claire's story is always better. Even yeah. though I think canonically, what is it, Leon A. Claire B. I think. Yeah, I think so. I, I think yeah. most people played Leon first, probably in yeah. Resident Evil Two. Yeah, because I but. think if you actually go through Leon B, it seems weird um, that because you've seen Claire stuff. Right. Just like the timing of everything. Yeah, I think um, Leon generally, based on the game when it came out, it came out in the early ni- the mid to late 90s. Um, it was it's it sucks that it was a thing, but most people were going to play the male side first because most people were the male character. So it, it was probably the default choice. Yeah, right? that that right. also. If you press X, it was Leon. But I liked, I think Claire's story was pretty interesting. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed the story. Some of the bullshit stuff that happens in the game, <laughs> not so much, but yeah, I think well, you did Mark, a good job. Thank yes. you. <laughs> I think Mark was surprised at how good I was at the shooting. Yeah. Yeah. You, you kept yeah. it cool. Those, those zombies don't go down in one yeah, hit, I, like one headshot <laughs> most of the, the time. So the one boss fight I was. Because there's so many things that can go wrong in that boss fight. Uh, the and? one, the one, the last time he fights, um, or the second to last time that he fights Birkin. Okay. Um, when you're down in the pit, you know, when and he's, he's picking, picking things up. up and throwing at you. Oh yes, you like went through that like right away, right? First yeah, try. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was just like, Psh, I got this. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying he was lucky. Right. But no, he did a good job. He got lucky in the sense of his good shooting. Yeah. He would get the damage where the animation would trigger the thing while he was holding something. So it would start triggering like he shot the final eyeball mm-hmm. and it would start doing the animation. So it would drop the thing it was holding on it and causing damage. Oh, uh, OK. Well, good. it was it was like I watching it. I was just amazed because. <laughs> There are so many times you like miss a shot or miss an eyeball and he throws that thing at you and you're in danger. Right. You know, right away. Um, the damage thing did help, but I think him being really good at taking out those those eyeballs helped them in a few situations when people usually get caught. Yeah. I do have to say I have to give a lot of credit to Maiden because I would not have known about the the yeah, I didn't even know. The uh defense buff you can get from a red blue and green uh herb herb together yeah. i did not i i had no idea i thought blue herbs were useless but <laughs> thank yeah, god he Dan was there told me about that it's definitely helpful for sure yeah the blue herbs are poison uh healers in in the original they That's, are in this game too but apparently they do a lot more also which which yeah. was nice yeah and also the uh first aid spray gives you defense too i noticed that on the last fight oh did it yeah, when you use the first aid spray, it popped up. But that That's didn't. True. That person didn't touch you enough to kill you in <laughs> that. Like you avoided it as much as you were complaining. That was another impressive 
fight. <laughs> you were avoiding the actual, like, he grabs you, and, you know, and you were avoiding those, like, real well. It, you know, we're lavishing all this praise on Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we're just trying to get you to do RE3 you, you now. You need or, or to or lavish village. all this praise on me because I did not want to play it. <laughs> yeah, you really took, I mean, we had a very generous yeah. sub-goal that we hit, which is why you did it in the first place, but you really committed, uh, what, like, three yeah. months? to it or two months it was a long time so three months yeah it was eight it was eight episodes and that's every other week so it's right like three months yeah 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 yeah. and i say that facetiously but yeah our community (laughs) had a lot of fun with it and i think yeah everyone enjoyed it it. you did the damn thing i did the damn thing and i beat it (laughs) yes you did i feel i feel good that i did it Mm -hmm. just for the mere fact that it was you know it was a sub goal and people People, I think people were a little upset that I wasn't as freaked out as I thought I would be. <laughs> like in the beginning, I was. In the beginning, I was way more freaked out be- because there weren't as many puzzles to keep my mind from thinking about it. Yeah. But yeah, the remake of the first one would have been a little more difficult for you to get through because there's some of the things you were frustrated in this aren't as optimized. I don't know if I'm the right word, but um, it, they made they obviously made stuff better for the second game. Yeah. yeah they, oh, oh, yeah. They weren't as fine tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Just to um, let you know, is it the? I believe it's the remake of one. Jen, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the one where you have to burn the bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's one. Yeah. Or they get back up and they're faster. God, mm-hmm. I would. And you're like, <laughs> how is this possible? <laughs> and you have to carry a tanker around, find oil tankers to fill that tank. Oh, it's a yeah. It's like <laughs> remake's great, but. You know, that sounds like a goddamn nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, you beat what some consider probably either first or second best game in the series. Yeah. I, I mean, that's another reason why I, w- I was interested in playing this one, because everybody heaped so much praise onto this game that, you know, I I felt I felt good about picking that one. It was somebody's game of the year. Two years ago, it was one year ago. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, RE4 is the only other one. Yeah, RE2 and RE4 are generally the the ones that are talked about the most uh, positively. So when I get my Oculus Rift or whatever it's called, Quest Two, in in a few months, uh, we're gonna have you play RE4 in VR, Tom. That what I'm hearing. That's not what you're hearing (laughs) at all. I just heard it. I don't know. You guys um, must be hearing things. Too much phasmo. <laughs> too yes, much congrats, phasmo. buddy. That yes, was, that was great. It was, it was great content too. Yep. Yeah, I'm, sure I'm really, I'm really happy. I got through it. I'm happy everybody enjoyed it, and I'm happy to no longer be playing it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but yeah, also I've been playing Guardians of the Galaxy, which I'm still enjoying. Uh, I haven't run into anything that's like putting me off of the game. Like the humor is really good. The battle system's really good. And I did mess up some huddles. The messed so. up huddles are amazing. <laughs> so it, it's just, and it's hard to figure out what is the right thing to say for those. Uh, you, you'll get it. Um, you'll get it after a while. I think I'm one out of three. I'm one yeah. out of three on huddles. Yeah. I didn't miss one from the middle of the game on because you can, you start to learn the words. Yeah. Um, like listen to what they say. Do you have subtitles on? Yes, I do. I okay. I never play games without subtitles anymore just because yeah. I'm old and I can't hear shit <laughs> and I don't play with headphones on. So yeah. sometimes so, it's too quiet. 
so yeah, the easiest thing, it, I don't know how much of it this is going to help you, but um, just listen to the words they say and then just the mood they have. And one of the choices will match it. Well, that's what um, I thought I was doing for the last two. Yeah. And I picked the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. When they seem excited, pick the one that like enhances that excitement. Yeah. You know, and when they're down, pick the one that rallies them. Like you'll, you'll, you'll learn it. Like I said, about halfway through, I didn't miss one after that. Yeah. I forget. I, 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 starts bothering you you can go into the options and auto win huddles too if you want to (laughs) it's an accessibility option i don't know that i'll need to do that but it's just annoying when it goes wrong when you if you look well if i haven't felt like i really needed one but every once in a while like i'll have one available and i'll forget which button i need to hit because there's the they use all the trigger buttons in this game which is weird because it's not a normal thing and i'll forget which button i need to press and then all of a sudden i'll hit the huddle button and then then i'll get it wrong and then it'll be like all right that was just a waste of time so hopefully i'll figure it out as as i continue on um i don't know i forget how far in i I want to say chapter five or six what's the last thing you did um the abandoned ship where you i just beat lady hell hell whatever her name is lady hellbender okay all right so you're 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 out of uh, the first part, okay. Yeah, I'm in probably like the second act of the game. I guess you'd call it. Yeah. So yeah. So you have not met Manta. Have you gone to nowhere yet? No. Okay. Uh, Rocket keeps talking about going to nowhere, but okay. I imagine that's where we're going next. Yeah. But, well, I uh, did kind of spoil it. It's fine. He. It's not like he didn't talk <laughs> about it. I figured we were going there at some point because he keeps talking about it. So. Yeah, that's where. Uh. So this isn't a spoiler, but Mark, which who did you try to sell? Did you try to sell Rocket or Groot? I sold Groot. I sold. I tried to sell Rocket because he felt so strongly that I felt like maybe he's right. Yeah, I want to see port- if that affects anything later on. I'm sure it will because, I, I, well, when you tried to sell Groot, did she figure it out anyway, or did uh, she actually attempt to take Groot? No, she took him. Oh, see, now when I picked Rocket, yeah. she knew immediately that it was a a scam. Yeah, like she didn't try to buy Rocket at all. Yeah, she she took him away and did all that spoilers. So if you want to see the full breadth, first, it's the first third of the game. It's not no it's to not. the audience. Um, yeah, but I'm not going to say what happens after that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Because I, I'm I'm sure you, species. So you and you and I are I'm sure ha, are going to make very different choices in that game. So I'm interested once I get all the way through it to see what choices you made and I how different. I only saved scummed one because it was bullshit. <laughs> and I'll let you know when you get there. Okay. It, it's going to be a while. It was one of the last ones. All right. Sounds good. Also, yeah. I started a playthrough of Banjo Kazooie on Switch yeah. Online because I've never played that before and I don't own it. Besides, I think I own a rare replay maybe, but I thought, oh, I have the controller. I might as well try it on the original original controller. And Kurt had mentioned he was he had just finished playing through it on Switch Online and he played it through with the um with the pro controller so i thought i'll give it a shot with the since i have the controller i might as well try it he was very right about one thing he said the the camera was awful and god damn it that camera is terrible <laughs> yep it might be the worst camera in a 3d game i've ever used and it's just because it's it was one of the first ones it was one of the first 3D ex- exploration games like that. Yeah. Like even Mario 64 didn't really have a great camera either, but this one's not good. 
especially when you don't have analog control when you're using the C buttons. It's a it's a thing. <laughs> but I'm having pretty I'm having fun with it. It some of the stuff is wonky, and that's because it's an N64 game. But the collectathons kind of kind of ease my brain because it's not they're not like too difficult of a like they're not they don't have like super difficult moves or anything you need to do they kind of give you moves as you go along and you learn them all and then you know and then it it just allows you to progress through the game i'm also in the beginning section so i haven't really gotten anything real yet but collectathons kind of ease my brain because i don't have to think too much when i'm playing them i see thing i pick thing up I can progress through the game, so it 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 uh it, it's nice in that in that sense, and hopefully I'll get further in as we go, and uh, I'll be able to report back on hating Gruntilda because fuck that bitch. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much all I all I've been playing, uh, and uh, I I think we should probably move on to some interesting news. Yeah. Janet, if you want to go ahead, of Benjo Kazooie. Yes, speaking of Banjo Kazooie, <laughs> so uh. Everyone, I'm sure, at this point has at least heard that we had an interesting Nintendo Direct. Was it this week or last week? Well, it we're was, dating. So it was yeah, within the last week and a half. Yeah, it's in the like. last couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> in between podcasts. Yes, time already doesn't exist. And then throwing in like backdating, it just gets confusing. So Nintendo Direct was quite exciting. So we figured instead of our usual news, we would go through the announcements and um, pause on the ones that we have thoughts on. So I'll go through the list and then you guys can jump in and uh, tell me if you're excited about it or maybe if you hate it, if you have an opposing opinion on it. Are we going to have a three hour podcast? We're going to have like a five hour podcast. So buckle in, folks. (laughs) This is going to be a long one. Just to give everybody a heads up. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that came out for this. uh, There's a lot of stuff and a lot of thoughts, I feel like. So, yeah, this is going to be a good podcast, though. We promise. So. Our first game, I'm going to go in order of everything being announced. So if anyone wants to, you know, go back and watch after you hear this, you can do that. Um, so our first game that was announced was Fire Emblem Warriors, which is coming out on June 24th as of now. Um, and obviously, I know I think Mark is pretty excited for this one. I so mean, I, I, I don't let me get through Persona 5 Strikers and see if I like warrior type games. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I will do anything to see my Edelgard again. I heard her name in the trailer, and <laughs> so I figured you might want to play it anyway. But <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say I saw her in the in the trailer, and I was like, "Oh man, Mark is Mark's in trouble here." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I get I get my uh, get my Makoto and Edelgard both back in the same. My Makoto and Edelgard. I love it. Mark, do you need an Edelgard body pillow? No, I do not. I am not that guy. Dang out. it! Okay. We have. We have a legitimate love. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I stand that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, in all seriousness, if you've listened to these podcasts, those are probably two of my favorite female characters in the last yeah. year. I guess the other one would be Megara from Hades. Mm. So Cool. Well, we'll have to see if Mark decides to play Fire Emblem Warriors then in June. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, who am I kidding? <laughs> I can't stay away from my loves. Um, yeah. Next up, they announced Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. Um, oh, yeah. they, they just gave us updates on voice acting they added to the game, which sounds pretty cool. And uh, some new terrain and maps. So nothing, I mean, unless you guys had thoughts on that. There's a, Advanced Wars is amazing. Um, yeah. 
I saw a great screenshot from uh, Jeff Grubb on Twitter of one of the lines from the um, the boy with the red shirt and the yellow star on it. I don't know if you know what, which one I'm talking about. Um, apparently, he's supposed to be like dumb. Um, okay, so he, it, the thing is like, hey, what's going on? What's an airport? <laughs> it was, and, and Jeff Grubb's tweet from this screenshot was, this man is in charge of people's lives. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed they seemed really like nice considering yeah. they're they're firing tanks yeah. and and stuff at each other. Like they it was like goofy, almost too goofy to be a war like a war strategy game. Yeah. Vance Wars is great. Um but yeah, that that, that quote. I mean you think <laughs> the fact that this guy's a general and it's oh it's just, it's just perfect. That's that's what Advanced Wars is. But yeah, I recommend anybody that likes um would it be tactical action it's a um i'd call it a tactical rpg yeah, yeah. there's a word there's a word for it i don't know if tactical rpg is it but um it may be but yeah um if you like games like um why well, final fantasy tactics is probably stretching it a bit um but uh what was that game called um i'm probably the only one that knows it um if it comes to me i will bring it up again but there okay. was a uh uh, there was a game that was really high indie game um, a few years ago that is very similar to the way Advanced Wars plays. So, cool. yeah. All right. Uh, then they also for, announced. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, first two games out of the shoot, and we're already talking about them for like it's five a, it's a turn-based yeah. strategy game. Why there can't, we go. Why can't I think of that? Yeah. It's, there a, go. it's basically like uh, like Civilization style game. Sorry. Okay. No, no, you're good. After that, they announced No Man's Sky is coming to the Switch um, for sometime this summer. They didn't give an exact date, but uh, that was a game that I had my eye on, or I've had my eye on for a while, but I never played it because it just didn't grab me. Although looking at the trailer, I'm like, why didn't I play this? But I still don't feel the urge, especially on the Switch. No offense. I don't know why. I just don't want to play it on the Switch. I don't know if you guys feel differently. Yeah, so one thing I well, Mark was at day one for that. I was right? a day one person. Yeah, I was back when it was shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's gotten much better. I've tried to play it a couple times, but I just don't have the energy like I did when I first bought it. Um, because there's other games that I would rather, you know, spend the amount of time it would take to actually get into that um, to do. And um, but yeah, it looks like everything's been great um, with all the updates and all. Um, the two things. One, Jen, if you're interested in playing it, get it for PC or anything but the Switch. Yeah, I would uh, totally <laughs> get it for PC at this point. And that leads me into number two. This is not a cloud game. So that, that was I, the surprising I, thing to me <laughs> is that it's not a cloud version. Like uh, games like this generally are, but for some reason yeah. this one isn't. Yeah, so I don't know how this is going to look. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that that's my thoughts on No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. I thought it actually looked a little dodgy every once in a while in the trailer that they showed. Well, there's like no so. shadows or anything. Yeah, it's just weird. like it's a very interesting game that they're bringing to the Switch. I don't think it's going to look great, but we'll see if anyone ever plays it and says otherwise. You can let us know. Um, but again, that comes out this summer sometime. And then they announced uh, something that Mark was really fired up about, Mario Strikers Battle League. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> coming out for June 10th. <laughs> um, I'll give my thoughts really quick, and then you can go into it if you want, Mark. But I thought it was really cool that up to eight players can go against each other online. And they announced you can create a club for up to 20 people, so you can like compete with other clubs. 
it's it's pretty cool. And I also like how you can customize, like give yourself perks essentially as your as your player. So I, I'm thinking it's going to be cool. I'm not a sports game player necessarily, but this could be something that I might be into because you can play with friends. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call this a sports game. No. It's no? A, I mean, yes and no. It's it's kind of like if soccer met NFL Blitz. I don't know if you ever played NFL Blitz back in the day, but you really don't I need might to know. Have. You don't really really need to know how how soccer works to play. Right. Yeah, it's like definitely if, not that kind of sports like game. Like, if you've played Rocket League... Yes, that's what I was thinking. It could be along the same lines of that kind yeah. of sports. You know, like, yeah. and, sports. And you have power-ups and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 really amazing. Um, it's probably, in my opinion, the best Mario sports game um, that they've made. Um, Baseball some, pretty good. I could hear some arguments for golf and stuff like that. Um, like, old. I'm saying the original stuff, not the new one. The new golf was trash from what I heard. Um, <laughs> just because it, it, there was no life to it. They like took out all the great stuff from the original one. Um, same with tennis. Like they, they dumbed it down, I guess, to, I guess, get a wider audience. But from this trailer, it looks like they're not doing that with strikers. Um, you're literally, you know, there was a video of Mario kicking Luigi into an electrified gate. Um, <laughs> to steal a ball away damn um, sounds like soccer to me yeah it's 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 real fun strikers is real fun um especially playing a couch co-op or couch against each other um the and only I thing they, i want they said eight player yeah eight player yeah. online and eight player on if you got enough joy cons and stuff like that um the only thing i hope is if waluigi's in the game he needs to do his crotch chop celebration when he scores <laughs> Because it is the best part of the original game. Well, hopefully Nintendo didn't catch on to that. That was amazing. Um, you can find the GIF online if you search for it. But it was the only reason to play as Waluigi in that game. Um, I love this game so much. Um, and it's just... It's, it looks like they're keeping the spirit of it while adding some new stuff to it. With the, you know, being able to customize your characters to upgrade them. So, you know, playing online and stuff like that. Um, like, it gives you an incentive to play more than just play through a season or whatever it was in the first game. And then that being done. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited about this game. If there's anything from this um, thing that I would purchase day one, it would be this. Cool. Yeah, I'm huh. excited. I've never played a Strikers game, but it always looked like fun. So I'm interested to see how it plays and... and uh I may it may be my first Mario sports game I pick up in years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so next they announced Splatoon Three Salmon Run, which is coming out sometime this summer as well. I've never played a Splatoon game, but the trailer gave me anxiety, <laughs> so I don't know Zero if I would interest. play it. Zero. Yeah, I honestly, it looks like you're literally battling against an enemy to cover the area in your paint color before they cover it in their paint color. And I'm really sorry for to Splatoon fans if I just insulted the hell out of the game and there's a lot of lore <laughs> in it or something, but it just gave me anxiety. Like, it's not something I think I would enjoy, but it's a thing. So it's coming out this summer. I don't know. If- I, it, it, it just looks like they took Splatoon and made a zombie mode. That's what I, it yeah. looks like to me. I don't know anything about Splatoon, but yeah. I I recognized what it was instantly. And that's about it. Yeah, that was that's the one game on this that I didn't really play. Uh, it, it just it just blows my mind that they I don't know if you guys have seen the logo for Splatoon three. No, 
But the end of the three looks like a penis. Oh, no. (laughs) It's supposed to be a squid. I know it's supposed to be a squid, but that's what it looks like. Yeah, at least it's at least it's not a uh, a human man given a blowjob. Well, yeah, there's that because too. that got through, and <laughs> a lot of things got through that yeah. shouldn't have. So uh, for those of you out there, look at the Resident Evil Six logo. You will never not see it again. <laughs> Just like two uh, Batman kissing. Oh yeah, two Batman kissing the Wolverine uh-huh. mask. <laughs> you won't unsee it now, Tom. Yeah, I've already seen it, <laughs> and already has never unseen it to this day. All right, so moving on from that, we have Front Mission 2 Remake in the future. That's going to come out. I have no comments on that, unless you guys do. We can move on. I got nothing. Yeah, I've heard good things from friends that uh, like mech games. So Yeah. Jonathan's a big mech game person. Yeah, maybe he'll have some thoughts on it. Um, Then we have something that I feel like was invented for Tom, and that was Disney Speedstorm. Yes. Um, yes it it's literally like Kingdom Hearts racing game, it looks like. Well, I saw something pretty funny on Reddit. I was scrolling through and the Kingdom Hearts Reddit basically said it was what it was the meme with Toby Maguire where he has the glasses on and glasses off. Yeah. And one of them what said the name of the game Disney Speedstorm. The other one said Kingdom Carts. And I was like, <laughs> Yep. Oh yep, that's damn. it. That's great. Not only that, it's free to play. Yes, so, that was my that was my note. I love that it's free to play and it's cross platform and it's online multiplayer and they're going to continue to update it. I think I that, think they they have something there. I think that's pretty that, cool. That was the one thing that gave me pause because free to play. Free to play sometimes means either the quality is not going to be good, pay to win, and uh, um, or it's just going to be yeah, pay to win. Yeah, as you said. I was well, trying to think of some other way to say it, but yeah. it could be great. I mean, it could be Fortnite. Um, I'm thinking that know. I'm hoping that it's more like Pokemon Unite, where that was free to is free to play, and it's so much fun. I hope that it's not like no offense, Fortnite free to play. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to our Fortnite fans, you know, you know what I mean, though. Even if you like it, you know what I mean. Yep. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's going to be cool. It's it's nice that it's free to play because everyone has no excuse not to try it as long as you have, you know, a Switch and stuff. So we'll see. Um, I don't have a note when that's coming out. Did they mention? Do we remember? Uh, let's see. This summer is all they said. This summer. Okay. Yeah, a lot of these are um, either giving a month or like a this summer, this year type estimate. Um, then we have Star Wars The Force Unleashed that comes out September 20th. That was an existing game, right? Yeah. Already? The, it, it not only was an existing game, it's a really old game. Yeah. And, and it's an interesting storyline, but yeah, it's it's existing. So this game looked like shit, first of all. <laughs> oh, is this a Star Wars game? Yeah. Yeah. So what they did was they took the Wii version of the game and upscaled it. This game also came out on Xbox 360 and PS3, mm-hmm. um, which I'm pretty sure I own both the Force Unleashed 1 and 2. But I'm pretty sure the Wii version is like a totally different game. Hmm. And it you can tell because it just looks like garbage. I don't know what they were thinking using the Wii version when the Switch could very easily run the better version of the game. I guess because it had gyro controls and you could do stuff with the... Yeah, the Joy-Con, but I don't know. It just seemed weird to me that they would use that game as the basis. Yeah. 
Well, that one has a specific date, like I said, of September 20th as of now. So we'll have to see if any of our listeners play it. You can let us know if it's garbage or if it's better than what we think it's going to be. Yeah, I wonder I wonder who's a Nintendo call to use the Wii version. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was, but uh, I don't know. It just seemed At what weird. cost? It just seemed weird that they picked that game to put on the Switch. Like, Force Unleashed can't... I gotta, I gotta check it now, but I gotta think that that game is ten, over 10 years old, at, yeah. at least. If it was for the 360, yeah, the probably. 360, let's see. Yeah, 2008. Wow. So... 13 years ago, 14 years ago, mm-hmm. 14 year old game coming out on the switch for some reason. I don't get, I don't know. I don't get it. Who knows? Uh, then we have Assassin's Creed, a bundle of their, was it their first three games? Yeah. Uh, Ezio, Ezio collection. Ezio, yeah. That's it. yeah. What is yeah. it? Uh, it's, two, it's two. two brotherhood and revelations. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. That's coming out on February 17th, so very soon. That's another one. I don't know how it's going to look, because those games are n- notoriously beautiful. And the, uh, the remake wasn't great. And yeah, so the remasters weren't great. So yeah, I am right. with you on that. Again, yeah. it's it's not a cloud version. This is a... Right. Yeah. yeah. Most The ones that you'd think would be are not. So it's interesting. So, yeah. yeah. I, I imagine they're going to be locked to 30 frames per second and they're not going to have all the lighting and textures and stuff. Right. <clears throat> but who knows? It could yeah, be good. It could, it could be, be terrible. <laughs> right. Uh, then we have SD Gundam Battle Alliance, which is coming out vaguely sometime this year. But I don't know that that's really it for any of us. Is that like a chibi Gundam thing? Like, what was I don't know what they were going for with that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they didn't look like real gun. Like, it looked like toys it didn't it didn't yeah, look like they kind of did look like toy gundam it was yeah they're weird. going for like cute gundam <laughs> yeah it was like chibi gundam. I, don't, gundam. <laughs> I don't i i don't get it is really weird yeah. again though we're probably not well we are i was gonna say we're not the target audience but generally well, yeah. anybody anybody our age right grew up with gundam so i don't know why they would go with that art style yeah who knows uh, then we have something that I'm pretty sure we breathed into existence because that's what we do here on the Game Vault Pod: a Chrono Cross remaster, the do, Radical we, Dreamers edition. We do breathe these th- these things into existence. There's no yeah. doubt about it. It's like it's just cr- it, there's another one on the list too. When we get there, it's like what we've been talking about this, but that comes out on April seventh. Uh, are you going to? Uh, are you going to get it, Tom? I'm I'm gonna wait because yeah. it comes out on ps4 and xbox one also mm, okay. i'm gonna wait yeah. and see because it might they might put it on game pass because they've right. been putting yeah, uh other square stuff on game pass so I, who knows mm-hmm. but that's a good point. i keep hearing how bad it looked but i didn't think it looked that bad i i oh, maybe i'm maybe i have maybe i'm losing my touch for <laughs> retro stuff but people were like calling out how bad the upscaling looked and everything i'm like i don't know it just it looked it looked all right to me. It did. Yeah. I, and I, I'm hearing that you can like turn off all of this extra stuff that they put on it, which mm-hmm. will probably make a lot of people happy. But uh, I'm interested because I need I'm supposed to play it at some point on. Right. On our stream. So. Yeah. And it's so Chrono Cross is a notoriously hard game to stream yeah. because when you switch from gameplay to the menus, the resolution of the game changes. And every time you do that, it messes up capture cards. Mm. So there's only a couple ways to really go about it. 
without having to deal with that. One is playing it on a PS3 because it upscales it automatically and it always outputs the same resolution. Uh, another one is to use a certain scaler, but I don't have that scaler and I don't want to pay $300 for it. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm going to play it on the PS3 eventually whenever I get to that. So, mm-hmm. that uh, it, or, or this, we'll see. Because right. it's the same thing. It's just, you know, it's yeah. a upscaled version on a on a on new hardware. Yeah. We'll have to see. Maybe once you get to when you want to play Chrono Cross, you'll have an idea of if you want to play this one or the original on yeah, stream. For sure. Um, and uh Imperfect will be impatiently waiting. Yes. While I do that. <laughs> Next we have Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which is coming out on March twenty fifth. I think this looks I know I you guys have already given some like basic thoughts off podcast, but I think it looks super cute. I love the little enemy foxes. I don't want to kill them or eat them or whatever you want to call it. I think you um, can save them. I think yeah. there's a way to save They're them. They're adorable. Um, mouthful mode is hilarious. <laughs> People really didn't like that. Yes. People were really, really upset about that. I you don't could, know why. You could it's be funny. a car, a vending machine, a light bulb. <laughs> so ridiculous it's hilarious and you turn into a dragon in the trailer i saw it i'm here for it i'm i'm here for the kirby media wire (laughs) it's it's it looks really good i like i like the the graphics from the trailer so i don't know i don't know if i'd play it like right away but it seems like an interesting concept it's like it's kind of a mario galaxy style yes kirby game it's cute essentially it is mario galaxy with kirby because in Mario Galaxy, you got to do the same. Basically, the mouthful mode is Mario Galaxy because that's basically what you did. You you would throw your hat, you'd uh, get those powers. Od- did you say Odyssey or Galaxy? Did I say did I say Galaxy? I meant Odyssey. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I said. It, it's, <laughs> it's Odyssey. My, I know it's Odyssey, but my brain is fried, <laughs> and who knows what I've what I've been saying for the past ten minutes? It's been a long week. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I agree with you. It looks like fun. It may be the first Kirby game I actually play. Yeah, we'll have to see. But I think it's cute. So we'll see. Um, Then we have MLB The Show coming to the Switch. And my note here says that Otani is hot. And that's all I'm interested in. What about you guys? (laughs) You're not wrong. I am not wrong. Yes, this is correct. And also the most unique baseball player I've ever seen in my life. Um, Yeah, the... The only thing to say about it, it's a baseball game. I'm so glad that the show's going to multi-console because they've been the best baseball game for years, probably since like MVP 05 or something. Um, I'm just worried that it's going to look like shit on the Switch. That's fine. They don't care because Otani's on the cover. He's a star in Japan. The Switch is huge, huge in Japan. show's going to sell a hell of a lot of copies no matter how. Yeah, he <laughs> could look like a stick figure on there and they wouldn't care. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 going to sell ridiculously in Japan. Yeah, yeah, I have no doubt about that. But I just think it's going to look like hot garbage. It's going to look like a, I don't know. It's good. It, I feel like it's going to look like we're back on the Xbox. Yeah, it'll be the PS4 version essentially. I don't even know if it'll be that. I don't know what they're going to do to it. I don't know how they're going to make it run. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, now we have Kingdom Hearts, finally a cloud version. Uh, finally so... a cloud version that everybody is <laughs> hating already. I don't know if, it, yes. I don't, I don't know if you've seen any people talking about this, but apparently it's very broken at the moment. Jen, now I, yes. Before we continue, yes. can you read the full name of the game? 
Uh, I wrote Kingdom Hearts, so uh, you I'll, can I'll, you can I'll, say it. I'll read it. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Integrum Masterpiece for Cloud. Oh, okay. there, you go. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> what a shit name that is. <laughs> They're so extra. <laughs> they are. They're so extra, and the game is doesn't work. Integrum. The game. What does Integrum mean? They just they just like to throw <laughs> names in there. It's like in Fan- Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. Oh yeah, Intergrade. That's right. Like, they just oh, throw they just throw names in there. I can make sense of that one because they're integrating it into the PS5. Well, doesn't Integrum mean all inclusive? It's something like that. It's because it's those. it's all the games. It's every yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, that's what it means. But yeah, I mean, these are the guys that have Dream Drop Distance and thirty-seven and a half over. 20 or whatever oh um, god yeah the yeah. one you know like it can't just give it like a normal like I, not saying all games should just have their what is really normal you know i just um, don't understand why it's this this these games of all of them would be the ones that wouldn't be cloud versions because that's true 1.5 and 2.5 came out on the ps3 you would think the switch could handle a ps3 version of a game it probably can but they probably couldn't fit it on a cart so make it digital only. I don't know. I, I don't also, know. I'm, just... I'm seeing that it costs $90. Is that right? The whole thing costs 90 bucks. It says Square Enix sets $90 price for cloud-only Kingdom Hearts series on Nintendo Switch. Oh, God. that's. A, I that's... don't know how accurate this is. This was dated at the end oh, a couple weeks ago. Let me let me go to the eShop. Let me Yeah, because I'm not on the switch up. right now. I wanted to. I have it a might, note. I forgot to look up the price. It might this. be 30. It might be 30 per game. There's more than three games. No, but the three they flashed across the screen. Let's look. Seventy-one. It's right now. It's on sale. Surprise <laughs> for seventy-one ninety-nine. So yes. to go through all that's included, mm-hmm. it's got one point five and two point five remix, which includes all of the side games like Dream Drop Distance and uh, Chain of Memories and Birth by Sleep and all of those, all the non-numbered ones. Then it also includes the two point eight. Mark, you you must love this shit. 2.8 final chapter prologue. (laughs) And then it also has Kingdom Hearts 3 and the Remind DLC. Oh, yeah. R, lowercase e, colon, Mm -hmm. mind. R, E, mind. Um, (laughs) It's art, Mark. It's art. Yeah, it's just, I, I just laugh at it at this point. You have um, to. You have yeah. to. It's just. It's just like it's got to be a bit now amongst the developer. Oh, I'm yeah. sure everybody's like, how can we make this more <laughs> ridiculous? Have, they have to continuously top the last name. So yeah, it. I. I. I will not believe. Even if the developer, even though if Shigeru Miyamoto, uh, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, Miyamoto, yeah, brain fry. Um, you know, came up to me and said, "No, Mark." Um. I know the people over there and they said <laughs> that they just come up with it, you know, on their own. It's not a bit. I would say you're lying, Miyamoto. <laughs> Miyamoto-san. Miyamoto-san. You, you are, you are lying. And then if the head of Square Enix comes over and says the same thing, I will, well, first I will punch that guy in the face for doing NFTs. Um, <laughs> and then I will call him a liar. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, it's gotta be a bit. No one can convince me otherwise. It is a bit. <laughs> Mark's that guy at the table with the sign that says, try and convince me otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Says, Change my mind. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, yeah, actually, the article that I looked up for the price does note that currently there's a 20% off offer, which is temporarily $71 or something like that. So yeah, $71.99, right? Yep. Oh, which, boy. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just I, I know that when you're a fan of something, and I'm an example of this with things like Skyrim or Minecraft, like you're gonna get it wherever it comes out, whenever it comes out on a million different versions of it. But like 90 dropping $90 after you probably have this game and all the games. So, you know, it's it's a lot to ask, I think. So here's my issue. I'm paying $71.99 for a game I will eventually not be able to play. It's a cloud version. There's mm. no the only thing that's downloaded onto the Switch <laughs> is the launcher. Yep. Eventually, I will no longer be able to play this game because they will shut down this cloud version. I, who in their right mind would pay $72 or, or $90, $90 yeah. for these games when you can own them physically mm-hmm. for another, an older system? Granted, if the only thing you have is a Switch, that's one thing. That's a totally different argument. But mm-hmm. anyone who's a fan of these games, one, already has them all. Two, can play them on any other system and have it look better, run better. And they could play it whenever they want because it's on a right. disc. Or the, yeah, I just the paying ninety dollars for a cloud version game makes zero sense to me. Right. Yeah, and this uh, that's my that's my soapbox for digital only <laughs> games. Yeah, I get that. So yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm sure we might get some feedback from some of our listeners on maybe what their thoughts are. So I'm excited to hear about that. Yes, um, please let us know what you think about it being only cloud. Yes. Yeah. Um, now for our next game that we've recently streamed, we feel like we brought this back to life as well. And that is Klonoa. Yes. Back. We, very, we very much brought Klonoa back. <laughs> like it's, we, it's just, we singularly brought this back. It is all us. I feel like else. I haven't seen anything about Klonoa anywhere. And now it's back. It's pretty I, cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Cause we did it. We did it. We did it. Good fam. job guys. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> and that comes out July 8th. So, yeah, I will. Now, this is something I may buy because it's not just Klonoa 1. Oh, yeah, it's 2 also, right? The second yes. one. Yeah, it's Klonoa 1 and 2, and there may be something else. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but it's definitely 1 and 2, and it looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks cool. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, now we have Portal coming sometime this year. Um, well, Portal is another game that's on everything. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's interesting that they're releasing a version of Portal for the Switch after Valve's handheld system comes out. Hmm. Countering the Switch Killer? Uh, I don't know. Uh, are they well, hedging the Switch their Killer bet? is made by Valve, and so is <laughs> Portal. So I, right. it's, it's weird. Yeah. You're yeah. right, Mark. I wasn't even thinking about that. Are they hedging but their bets? They've also said that it's not a Switch competitor. They've they've tried to make they've tried to say that. Nobody believes it, but they've tried <laughs> who, to say who it. Who has said that? Valve or no. they've oh, said okay. that it's not a competitor to the Switch. That makes me nervous because that means that it might not be as good as I was hoping it was going to be. So, well, Jen, just to ease your Level mind, so far I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, about it because um, reviewers have gotten uh, hardware uh, like beta hardware or whatever that's that's pre-release, mm-hmm. and they've all had good things to say about it. They've also had a couple of nitpicks that can be fixed. So 
I think I think it's going to be a good thing. Now, do you still have your pre-order in for that? I do. And I was literally thinking today as I was thinking about these other games, like I might want to cancel that. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Jenny, know what happens, though. You can stream from it. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) It has a docking station. Yeah. It comes with a dock. So Mm -hmm. who knows? Just keep Hmm. that in mind. I'll uh, I'll keep my uh, my deposit of five dollars on a little bit longer. <laughs> I'll let it I'll let it ride that five dollars okay. for, for a while. Yeah. Uh, so then we have live a lot live alive. Sorry, I had to read that twice. I, live I alive. Think it, I think or it, live a life. I think it's live alive. Live, live alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. I, another. This is also a square game, right? I think so. Yes. Freaking square in their names. <laughs> live uh-huh. alive. Yeah. Yeah, Square Enix. Uh, it's been thirty years, I think, since this game came out. As go ahead, I'm sure you yeah. got it all written down. Oh, I have no nothing really to say on it other than that it comes out July twenty second, and I can't even say the name, so maybe you should talk about it. Well, <laughs> it's reminiscent. Uh, well, I, it came out long before Octopath Traveler, but it's the same mm. type of idea. Yeah, it did bunch, remind me of what Mark talked about with that game. It's a bunch of very separate stories that will eventually intertwine. Mm-hmm. And it's an HD 2D game, just like Octopath, which I was hoping they were going to make Final Fantasy VI like that, but they didn't. That's that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> but um, it looks really interesting. Like there's there's very very different storylines, very different time periods that you play in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jonathan is really excited about it. So didn't they hint that there's more timeline or storylines coming other than what they've mentioned? Well, yeah, there's more than what they showed, I think. I feel like I, they showed a lot. I feel they like they did, talked about I'm like pretty, at least six. Yeah, I think yeah. I think there's more that that mm-hmm. that are available. Yeah. Yeah. I, cool. I mean, I'm very interested in this game because this was one of the ones that you would see in passing in like video game magazines back when it originally came out. You know? Like, it, oh. Not not only did it never come west, I don't think anybody's ever done yeah. Like a, a translation. There's, a lot of times games like this get translations, but I don't think I've yeah. ever seen one for this game. Yeah. Yeah. The I ne- I did not remember what it was called. And then when they started showing it, I was like, oh, I kind of like it sort of like triggered that thing in your memory. Yeah. We're like, I don't know where I've seen this before, but I've definitely seen screenshots of it before. Hmm. You know, be, you know, but yeah, it, it's definitely, you know, if I go back into the RPG hole. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think RPGs are calling your name right now, Mark. Oh yeah, the I am I am deep in my head thinking of because I'm thinking of YouTube content for the for the podcast, um, things where we can play games not on stream and like show basically these two or me and Jen or you know games. Um, <laughs> thinking of going. What if I did a playthrough of Persona Five Royal? <laughs> I got a spare 125 hours. <laughs> I don't. Damn. I very much don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying it would happen. But no, it's like, I know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm also saying that on top of streaming, then I then then doing like a a, a YouTube playthrough, for me yeah. at least, at this moment in yeah. my life. <laughs> I know. Difficult. Yeah, I'm just saying it's funny that Jen says that about the RPG <laughs> calling my name. I literally was thinking this the other day. Yeah. When I, I was when I got done playing Strikers, I was like, Royal. <laughs> then I thought I was saying, why don't I do it on stream? And I'm like, no, it'll be too back CD. Maybe I'll just end up doing stream. I don't know. But it's but yes, it's 
it's it that's what I'm worried about these games. Um the H two D two game that uh, H D two D games is that they're gonna end up being these fifty sixty hour games. Um um like legitimate without doing side content, kinda like how Persona five is like literally a hundred hours. Um unless if you just mainline the story and play on easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that this game is that long because it is, it, I, I'm pretty I, sure yeah, it was. No, a, no, I'm not saying it's that long. I'm just saying it's one of those games where no matter how I play it, it's still going to take me X amount of hours. It's way too many hours, you know, but yeah, I know the, I know the feeling. It. Yeah, I know the feeling for sure. <laughs> well, we'll have to see. And if Jonathan's excited about it, it'll be good to hear if he plays it. It'll be good to hear about it. And uh, maybe that'll get us to play it, too. Yeah. Um. Next, we have something I'm really excited about. I think Tom, I know you said you were excited about this, and that's Wii Sports oh, coming not, to not, uh, Wii, not Wii Sports. Well, okay, no, Wii Sports <laughs> reimagined as Nintendo Switch Sports. There you go. Yeah, which is coming uh, April 29th. So they're they're bringing back some of the Wii Sports that we know and love. So tennis, bowling, Chambira, Chambira, which I never played. It's like it's the foam sword fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they're adding soccer, badminton, golf eventually, and volleyball, which, like, holy shit, volleyball. so excited. <laughs> I can't even tell you. Like, I love also, I just want to say really quick for you guys go, I love how they show the person very calmly doing the actions required because we all remember punching our siblings in the face by accident or maybe on purpose <laughs> when we were playing the Wii. So I thought that was really funny because they were uh, like in the game, like, oh, and in real life, they're like, like please don't hold us responsible for destroying your house by kicking a hole through your television you have to move your leg an inch to actually do the action yeah all of the actions were very nonchalant in the the direct (laughs) and it's online play so we could play volleyball together from online also they they were the i love the beginning they were like do you have your wrist strap yeah of course i do (laughs) (laughs) they're like don't sue us yeah the uh I love the the volleyball motions in it. Um, yeah, it's very cool. Know. Yeah, I'm excited. You can yeah. block. You can set. Yeah, the last time volleyball game, there was one on the move, um, PlayStation Move with their Sports Champions collection. Um, and with everything PlayStation Move, it wasn't very good. Um, but yeah, yeah, everything looks great here. Um, I'm glad they're bringing golf back. I'm hoping they're going to add sports as they go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you still have baseball and boxing and yeah. One, well, I don't know that, I don't know that they can do boxing, but baseball, they should be able to do. Yeah. I, I'm really excited for you, Jen, for volleyball, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I was very bummed that baseball was not a part of this. Yeah. Met, but, like you said, maybe they're planning on adding stuff. So they're holding on to that one. I hope so. Yeah. Because yeah. that was the, the only thing I played on Wii Sports besides bowling, I think for quite yeah. a while. It is a little redundant. No offense to tennis or badminton fans. Don't don't think I'm saying that they're the same, but it's a little redundant to have both when maybe they could have had baseball as one right. and it, brought the other one. I agree. It's a little redundant yeah. to have two racket sports. Right. right. How, how how dare you besmirch the <laughs> shuttlecock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did appreciate them calling out the shuttlecock in the trailer. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That game's only fun depending on how big the shuttlecock is. So. Hopefully pretty large because... Otherwise, you'll miss it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that conversation. Anyway, <clears throat> moving on from that, we have Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival. Which, Before uh, we move on, just to yes. finish a point from two games ago, um, 
according to How Long to Beat, the main story of Persona 5 Royal, just blazing through the main story, God. 104 hours. Oh, blazing through, damn. Yeah, yeah, just just concentrating on the main story. Persona 100 5 brutal. And wow. four hours. That's a that's a brutal, brutal game to <laughs> to try to play through. Yeah, it's a long commitment. Yeah. What was um uh, Trails in the Sky? How how long was that? I forget. Forty. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. Well, okay. I you minus eight hours from whatever you see on the video because I spent eight hours grinding <laughs> before beating the final <laughs> boss. Right. Um, and all I had to do was learn one spell. Not the We'll get off this tangent in a second. Yeah. Literally, I just had to learn Earthwall, which was a spell that put up the shield for all three characters. Right. And that's all I needed to learn to beat the final boss. But- How long to beat says 40 hours for the main story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got to like 50 or so. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. we did side stuff. It's just good to have that as a comparison because yeah. I just lived through it with you. Twice as long, Jen. Yeah. Twice I don't ever. Wild. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm, but you know, front saying this statement is not me like flexing. But it is still amazes me that I actually completed Persona Five with how long it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I like, would agree. You look at it and you're just like, I played it for long. <laughs> like it's not even like one of those games where like I'm, I'm sure you have more than this in Phasmo and Dead by Daylight and all that. Yeah, but it's not constant yeah, lore. It's a single player <laughs> right. story. And I did the main plus extras, which is 120 hours, um, because I beat the entire second dungeon they have in there, like the separate dungeon from the actual game. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's why, um, you know, I'm really interested to see if um, how long any of these, you know, old school RPGs are that never came over. And if there's a reason for that, because there usually is a reason for Jap. Sometimes they think the games are too hard for America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm I'm wondering if Live Alive, <laughs> excuse me, might be one of those. Yeah. It's possible. We'll find out. Yeah. I guess we can also close up a tangent from before by saying I just saw the Splatoon 3 logo, and I agree it does look like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> now we can officially it's, move forward. I wasn't kidding. You were not kidding. Uh, so yeah, Taiko no Tet- Tetsujin. I was better the first time. Uh, so that's launching sometime this year. It kind of looks like a mashup of DDR and Guitar Hero. I think I'd try it if yeah. somebody else like, does. Yeah. Jen, you'll love this. It's It's got a lot of video game music in it. Yeah, I, I know music. there's Zelda in it, right? Yeah, Zelda music. I think, there, I think there's a lot of video game and anime music. Yeah, I, it's similar to um, Just Dance where you, I think you have to purchase the, what's like the online pass or whatever, and then you get like 500 songs. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. So I, I think it could be, if it's really good, it could be a potential extra life game, maybe. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Because we all liked Guitar Hero, and I like DDR. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I think it could be an interesting party type game. I like DDR. Yeah, yeah. DDR is cool. So I don't know if you guys had any other thoughts on it. I was kind of thinking because there's like a DJ mode or something, and I instantly thought of DJ off the mark. <laughs> Mark, but. do you have DJ Hero? Yes. Oh, I bought that for my brother forever ago. I forgot about that game. Yes, I will find if I still have it in a couple weeks coming up here. <laughs> That's true. As I have to go through shit, but um yeah, yeah, I did. I had I bought both games and the thing when they were on super sale at uh GameStop. Nice. <laughs> Bust it out. Yeah. All right. So then we have Triangle Strategy. There's actually a demo out now. 
I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that one. Can't believe they're sticking with the name. Triangle strategy. I'm happy they stuck with the name, but at the same time, I don't care about it. Is it, Tom, correct me if I'm wrong, or maybe Jen can. Is this the same people that made Octopath? Yeah, Mm, it's Square. Yeah, I think so. Okay. No, I mean like the same studio. Probably. I'm, um, I I don't know that Square has like separate studios like other companies do. Too. Okay, I may have phrased that wrong when I was trying to get at because the it same just seems... team. It may be the same team. The I'm team. not. I, yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure, but it's the same engine as Octopath. Just the fact that both of their games had like very obviously placeholder names, and then they just kept them. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I think people. I think because people wanted it to be that name that they kept it like that yeah because everybody well, was like oh you got to keep that name that you you should not change it it so. feels very much like the urban legend of snakes on a plane with these games <laughs> is that the reason it stayed snakes on a plane was that samuel jackson would not do the movie unless they kept it snakes on a plane <laughs> you never know it could be that kind of story yeah. which is great but yeah i'm i'm not very good at tactical rpgs so and I've never, they never really intrigued me. Even like Final Fantasy Tactics, I never really, I never really got into it. Yeah. A buddy of mine when I was growing up was really into it, like way more than any other RPG, but I just never, it never really clicked for me. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, then we have some more Cuphead. We have the Delicious Last Course DLC coming out on June 30th. I know Cuphead's really popular right now. So, Jen, Jen do you get the joke? Delicious Last Course. DLC, yes. Yes. (laughs) I appreciate it. I mean, the Switch is the perfect place for Cuphead. Yeah. Yeah. It looks great. It's one of those games you can just pick up and play for like 20 minutes and then be done with it. And and especially if like you're traveling or something, I feel like it's perfect for the Mm -hmm. Switch. I love how nostalgic it is. I know that's literally the point of the style of the game, but I just I love it. I appreciate it very much. Um, and Miss Chalice. Yes, Miss Chalice is our new playable character. Cool. Uh, then we have a Metroid Dread update that just came out. So it is available right now. Uh, I, I told Dan about this today. Um, we have two yeah. new playable modes. They have Rookie Mode, which gives you increased recovery, uh, which is a reasonable addition to that insane game. And then they have Dread Mode, where if you get hit once, it's game over. Sorry, that's unacceptable to me. <laughs> Watching Dan play regular, I can't even imagine that's someone doing that. Nope for me. Big I nope. Was just, I was just going to ask when Dan's going to stream Dread Mode. <laughs> After he eats his pickle, maybe that could be his next, his sub goal or something. <laughs> yeah. And that is that. Watching him play through Metroid Dread was impressive because of how difficult it is. Like just to play through it. I can't imagine going through that entire game without getting hit once. That's no. some kind of craziness. Well, I imagine you'd get hit and you'd die, but yeah. you'd come back. But yeah, yeah, I can't imagine trying to not get hit. Right. Like, I can't. Can't imagine. Nope. Yeah. I mean, some people do one hit KO and uh, link to the past randomizer. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. crazy, too. Yeah. All that stuff is crazy. More power to you if you could do it, though. Seriously. Yep. So yeah, if that sounds like your cup of tea, go check that out. Um, then we have Earthbound uh, on the Nintendo Switch Online, which is available now on uh, the NES portion of that. And then we had a few other uh, Nintendo yeah, Switch uh, Online updates. I don't know if you guys want to go through those. I didn't write them yeah. down. So let's let's jump to the Earthbound thing. Yeah. Yes, for Tom, they're making uh, Earthbound two, aren't they? They have to release Earth. They have to release Mother three before they well, make yeah, Earthbound I'm- two. 
just the way that they package these two together for Nintendo Switch Online makes me think that they're going to drop that at some point. Uh, like, I don't, I don't think so. No? Not until not until Mother Three gets a translation and re- is released in the West do they do Earthbound Two. Because it's already got it's already got a sequel, so I don't know that they would do another Earth like they wouldn't just call it Earthbound Two. At least yeah. that's what I think. I could yeah, be totally wrong, but yeah, I don't. They, they, yeah, they could either do that or just do like a remake of Three of Mother Three. Which people, it's a meme at this point. Mother Three. It's like halfway free. Well, I have you ever seen the memes of people asking Reggie if Mother Three's coming out to in the West? Yes, because you know if they're going to announce it, Reggie has to announce. It. Yeah, they have to hire Reggie for a day to come out and and say that it's coming out. Yeah, but yeah, and basically for those of you out there, Earthbound Beginnings is basically Mother, the first game um, in the series. They just renamed it. Um, which is seemed weird to me. Yeah. Just call it, I guess, because nobody would understand yeah. that Mother is the real name of the game. Yeah. And, and that game came out in 1989. So for the NES. For the NES. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, Earthbound's always a game I wish I got more into. Um, well, I'm glad, but- I'm glad they're putting it on this because a lot of people were worried that since they put it on the, uh, the, super nintendo mini that it wouldn't come to this but hopefully this means that other games that are on that will come to switch online at some point mm-hmm. but i'm excited because i w- eventually would like to play through earthbound also i don't know if you guys heard this uh they released the strategy guide on nintendo's website and you can download it in pdf form and print it out nice which i thought was really cool because it it's one of those games that you should have a strategy guide when you're playing. Are they going to release the uh, pizza car fresheners that they put out in the 90s? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, that is very 90s, though. It yeah. was a very the one of the main things that failed for that game was the marketing. Nobody knew how to market it. So makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, I, like I said, there's a bunch of other updates. I don't know if you guys had any opinions on any of the other new things no, coming it, out for Earthbound's really the only one. Yeah, yeah. that's why I, I mean, wrote that one down separately. I thought it was interesting that there's a Demon Slayer game coming out. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Uh, but not for me, for yeah. for people who like Demon Slayer, but I didn't bother. I didn't really care too much. The biggest thing coming out to, for me that's interesting is the Mario Kart DLC mm-hmm. that's coming out, yep. uh, I believe, middle of March says well so it says 48 additional courses by the end of 2023 right so, so it's like a rolling I, how many did they say at a time nine at a time you're or doing eight six? eight yeah, at something a time like that. yeah there you go and they're doing 48 total there yep that's it and they're so. remakes or remasters of uh maps from previous games yeah yeah all the way back to the original it is a paid dlc as well and including tour which is the phone game so yes. that should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but if you have the expansion pass for Switch yeah, Online, it's it free, free. Which, which is really exciting. <laughs> yeah, especially for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was happy about that. It's the thing with that is that it's more exciting for people that already have the thing than it yes. will be for get to get people to buy it. Right. <laughs> well, they tried it with Animal Crossing to entice you. Now they're trying it with this. 
Like, come yeah, on, you know you want it. This is way more enticing than Animal Crossing. No offense. Yeah. To well, Animal for Crossing. you, just, just my yeah. opinion. Loved, you know, the N sixty four Genesis. No more people. I don't know if we mentioned it's for the uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and it's paid paid DLC if you don't have this expansion. So I couldn't tell. It's not $24.99 per wave, right? It's it's no, the entire no, wave. It's just going to continually yeah. update. Okay. That's yeah. what I was hoping. Um, so that'll be cool. And then last but not least, we have Xenoblade Chronicles 3 coming out this fall, September of 22. I've never played a Xenoblade game, but the voice acting in that game probably would have sold it to me. I don't know anything about it, but it sounds great. I don't know what if you guys have ever played Xenoblade. Yeah, they're all British for some reason. Yeah, it sounds um, so good. I So I own Xenoblade 1 and mm-hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles X. I've never played them, but they seem right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Eventually, because the Mark was talking about 100-hour RPGs. These are 100-hour RPGs. Uh, of course. <laughs> Um, I don't know about the first one because it was on the Wii, so it might not be as long. Yeah. Uh, but this game is supposed to encompass stuff from the first game and the second game. So, because the second game wasn't a sequel per se, it was like a different person altogether, different hero altogether. Okay. So I'll be interested to see what they do to transform, to uh, bring everything into the same universe. Yeah, it looks beautiful. From what I saw. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. for Especially for like a Switch game. It right. Looks, it looks really good. It looked really good. So maybe I'm, we'll I'm, check it out. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I, w- I will have to get through at least one of the games before I even think yeah. about it, though. Yeah, that's that's fair. So, But yeah. yeah I, believe, I believe that does it for uh, Nintendo Direct. Man, that was a packed Direct. I was, it really was. <laughs> I was so like blown away that they had so much stuff in that direct yeah yeah it was good so much so that it fried my brain <laughs> yeah it was definitely this is the stuff they've been holding back from announcing yeah, yeah but year. uh but yeah i mean it it came out at a very busy time too. all this stuff yeah so sure did. and as this news was coming out my life has been a blur uh <laughs> due to all kinds of stuff that's happening and just like to these past couple of days, my I've been we've been talking in our our group chat, and I've just been saying, "Man, my brain's fried." Mark said it before, and I it got us thinking. What what games do we do we like to play when we just don't we want to shut off our brain, we want to recharge. We want we we're it's our brain is so fried that we don't want to think when we're playing these games. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I thought that was really interesting and. It got me actually thinking about what games I do like to do that with. And I was able to come up with a few and uh, we're, we're going to give them to you. And then hopefully you all out there will tell us the games that you guys like to play when uh, your, sh- your brain shot. You just need a, a mindless, mindless wind down and mm-hmm. recharge. So, Jen, why don't you go first? OK, so I tend to go for something like you said, where I could just turn off my brain and recharge the batteries. I I want to fully immerse myself in the game, but at the same time be calm and relaxed. So I'm not dealing with battles, strategizing puzzles, or yep. a really involved storyline. Mm-hmm. So my number one go-to is Stardew Valley. Um, 
for me, this is one of the most perfect games to play when you need a comfort game for multiple reasons. Like if you need like an emotional comfort game, this is great as well. But also like a turn your brain off kind of game. It doesn't have to be, but you can play it that way if you want. It's just it's so relaxing. You have the music. The gameplay is simple if you want it to be. You could spend your day farming, doing simple collection, you know, going around collecting things, making friends with people. Should you want to strategize, you can definitely make it not a super calm game. You can really grind to make sure you get your dollar's worth out of every single day and all of that. But I love playing Stardew when I want to turn off my brain and just totally relax. I actually, funny enough, used to switch to Stardew when I'd get all fired up from Dead by Daylight. (laughs) And I would legit need to calm down before bed because I would get so angry. Um, And also, I should mention, I did get this game for PC. I have it on the Switch and PC now. And I fell down the modding rabbit hole with Stardew. So I think I have like 27, at least 27 mods on PC for this game, including a mod that makes the colors muted. So it's not as bright, which actually makes me relax even more because, you know, typical Stardew has very bright colors at times. So if you're, you know, a PC player and you want to download Stardew, definitely look into mods um, safely, obviously. But there's some really cool mods out for the game if anyone's into that. Oh, yeah. Mark, how about you? Yeah. So um, I'm just going to encompass the entire genre because um, it goes back and forth on what type of game I play. But I would say sports games in general. Um, Depends on season, what I'm in the mood for. Um, Currently, it's NCAA 14. You know, other times it's FIFA. Um, You know, back in the day, it was NHL, but they haven't made a great game in six years. Um, But yeah, it's it's just one of those things where I'm just like, hey, you know, I only got two hours or something. It's been a really stressful day. Let me play, you know, let me play a game or two. And sometimes it's become the problem in the past where the same thing happened happens with the, the other games I'll mention on this list. But then it's like six hours later and I play through half a season. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, just one more. I can get one more. Yeah. Um, it becomes it, I'm not trivializing uh, people with addictions, but it sort of becomes like that thing with like either alcohol or drugs that you hear about or gambling. It's like, no, no, one more, one more. I got, I got this, you know. Sort of. I just need one more, you know, and then I can go well, to bed. Yeah, it's hitting that that yeah that uh, that funny spot in your brain that says, mm-hmm. "Yep, yeah. I need more of this." Right. Yeah. So all th- all three of the things I'll mention here hit that same uh, part of my brain. But the sports game is like really weird, where you know it it really is seasonal, and maybe Tom can attest to this too, because probably yeah. of the t- two of us, the ones that play as many sports games as I do. Um, and yeah, it's just, I am so glad I will, I will say it every time on here that I was able to find that thing to be able to play NCAA 14 and didn't have to dig out my PS3, um, to play it. Um, and then finding the other mods were amazing. Um, I can't wait to see if there's mods for the NCAA basketball 10, which was the last college basketball game that I'll probably be starting to play in a couple weeks here. Um, as a certain tournament that takes place in a certain month of the year. Um, we don't want to get sued, so I'm not going to say it, um, (laughs) uh, comes up, but yeah, that's it. Just sports games in general. And I'm talking like, it goes back to when I was younger with like bases loaded and, you know, you know, games like that. And I, I would play all the obscure sports games, um, you know, just to, just to do that. That was the way I calmed down from school 
and stuff like that. Um, it wasn't until later when I found RPGs that, you know, that I played a game to like sort of slow my life down. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, if you like sports um, and have any kind of video game computer apparatus, just grab something, even if it's a, a, a something from your Uncle Vim. Um, it's a good way to just wind down um, um, unless you get too into it. Um, right. And then you can then you then you claim the computer's cheating. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, yeah. And it reminds me of one story I will tell here that I love that that Dan's told me two or three times, and it's still great every time he tells me the fact that he does the thing I do in football games and doesn't switch to the receiver to catch the ball. So he was playing against one of his friends, and uh, yeah. Dan scored a touchdown, and the friend went and high fived the Xbox. Yeah, um, and said, "And said, way to go, buddy, or whatever." Yeah, um, <laughs> it's just that's just that's what sports games do. But um, that wasn't a calm down <laughs> situation. But anytime I I talk about sports games, that story immediately comes to my head. Cause mm-hmm. It's the funniest <laughs> thing I've heard in a long time. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Sports games are definitely a good way to do that. And it is seasonal. As baseball season comes around, I want to play a baseball game. Uh, if I'm watching a lot of wrestling, I want to play a wrestling game, you know, something like that. But uh, I agree with you. Uh, but my first real uh, game that helps me wind down and really it's it's any any time I need like a break from thinking uh, the Forza Horizon series. Mm. Uh, the fact that you can just drive around in the game and not actually have to do anything is very calming and it's very uh what's the word i'm looking for almost almost zen like because you know when i i'm gonna sound old here but back in the day (laughs) we used to just drive around yeah gas didn't cost four dollars a gallon we would just you know oh let's go for a drive okay and since i don't really have the ability to do that anymore this kind of replaces that feeling and not only that, you got music playing. Uh, you can choose to do certain activities if you want to. You don't ever have to do a race. You don't have to. You don't ever have to have the uh, like the stress of of having to win a race. You can just drive around and you can jump off stuff and you can take pictures and stuff like that. And it's really, really like my big like. Oh yeah, that's that's what I want to do before I go to bed or or after a long week just driving around in Forza Horizon. And on top of that, there's the game has the game always has life because there's drive avatars from from your friends list and things like that and there's radio DJs and stuff and it's just there's there's a lot of humor and stuff in those games mm-hmm. also, which uh which definitely helps. And uh I highly recommend them to anybody who even if you don't like racing games, I call them I call them car RPGs. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know how many more you guys have. I don't know if you want to go through one more time, two more times. I have two more, so I could lump them or I could split them. Whatever works better. Go ahead and I guess we'll go, we'll go around two more times. Okay. Um, so my next game is another game where I totally immerse myself for endless hours where I forget what time it is. And that's Minecraft. Um, this is definitely not something I'd recommend to everyone because Minecraft is not something for that you know a lot of people are interested or i should rephrase that everyone is probably not interested in minecraft but for those who are can probably relate to this there's no intense story to follow 
you can play on a mode where you do have enemies, so it's not totally zen, but you can either avoid it by going to sleep at night, or you could play on creative mode, and you don't even have to look for supplies if you don't want to, because you have everything at your disposal. So if you want to boot up the game and build something wild, you can go into creative mode and just have everything you need already. Um, or again, if you want to go into the regular mode and look for stuff and just make your own little world, you could totally do that. And again, you don't really have to think about what you're doing. You could just do it. Um, this is a game where I could start playing it at like 12 p.m. on a Saturday and I blink and it's 3 a.m. Sunday morning. I'm like, oh, my God, I just wasted so many hours of my life that I'll never get back. But it, it's like therapy. It's it's like therapeutic for me. Some Sometimes I need that. I just need to escape into my Minecraft world of all of my different. You can ask uh, next time you see him. Death comes on Twitch. Uh, ask him how many houses I've built in their server. <laughs> because I just move on to somewhere else and build another house. And you're also a very creative person, so I can totally see. You yeah, know. the draw. I, I'm able to think of things. Maybe like for someone who doesn't like Dan has said, like, I don't know how you can play Minecraft for so long. It's just not my style. And I get that because he likes different styles of games. So like I said, it's not for everyone, I think. But um, and the music's really nice. I also play with some mods there as well. Um, but because it's not my server, I can't like go nuts. So I just I play with like more realistic graphics and a little bit more muted colors as well. So it's really it's really fun. It can get intense if you want it to be, but I don't really play like that. I just I go for like building and creating stuff. So, yeah. Cool. Mark. Yeah. So building off and uh, no pun intended, um, <laughs> Jen's uh, choice for Minecraft. Uh, mine are city builder games. Um, oh, nice. You know, like uh, City Skylines or SimCity. Mm -hmm. um, the one that I lose the most time in is um, is uh, what's called City Skylines. Um, mm, it's a it's good game. Yeah, it's SimCity without all the, um, like, you getting kicked out as mayor <laughs> um, sort of thing uh, as SimCity has. Uh, but City Skylines is great. One of the one of my favorite parts about it is, like I said, this is one thing where I could spend like twelve hours on a Saturday, like back in the day, just building a city um, mm -hmm. up there. And it's it got to the point one city I played it for so long that I had to figure out a way to re-engineer my city because my the pumps that you pump the water in had taken all the water out of the river, <laughs> and it wow. was it, the river was almost dry. Uh, so I had to figure out how to get more water into the river and wait for it to rain. And it was crazy. Um, you know, so yeah, those games are, are amazing. I recommend anybody that likes them, um, you know, check out city skylines. Um, the one of uh, the f detail of it and, you know, just so we can get through all of our games, I won't stretch too long that they had is they put in traffic lights and stop signs that you could put in there on your streets to help with the traffic. That is such a finite detail. When I tell you that when you have a hundred thousand person metropolis and you have to go around, it takes you a few hours to put in stop signs and traffic yeah. lights on you every think intersection. It out. <laughs> yep. And figure. Yeah. So that's how you lose those hours in that game. Um, yep. As much as I love in, I don't know. I will hold comment until I hear all the games. Cause I think there might be one that might be gens that, I wanted to uh, comment on, but um, in, in the same sense as this, but 
yeah, these these games are amazing, and talking about it might make me fire up City Skyline points um, again. But yeah, so yeah, what do you got, Tom? So you kind of going off of the Minecraft thing and stuff. I I'm I really like Lego games. Like the one of my favorites is the Lego Movie video game. Also, um, Lego what's that called? City Lego City Underground. I gotta yeah. I gotta look it up now because now it's gonna bother that was me. It. Yeah. But it was basically like the GTA five version of a Lego game. And I really like those because they're kind of mindless. They're like you basically just need to go around and break stuff down and then rebuild it. And it's just kind of kind of mindless. And it's kind of the humor is always good in Lego games. And I don't have to worry about, you know, getting headshots and things like that. And it uh, usually especially the the open world Lego games. um. Again, it's the same type of thing. You're kind of living in that universe, and you don't have to worry about anything for a little while. And especially the Lego Movie video game, yeah. I I found that really really cool, and I really enjoyed the original Lego Movie. And uh, being in that that universe for a little while is uh, a lot of fun. All right, Jen, how about the last one? What do you got? So my last one um, is not typically something that is necessarily calm and relaxing, but I used to make it that way when I wanted to, and that's Skyrim. Um, what I used to do, <laughs> and Dan actually would walk in on me doing this and be like, why? Why are you doing this instead of actually playing the game? I would decide to turn it into the Sims version of Skyrim, <laughs> and I would be like, you know what? I'm going to go build a house now. And I would sp- I would go and scout out a location with all the available ones to choose from, and I would decide what kind of house I wanted, and I would spend hours designing this house little bit by little bit, customizing it, and uh, that was, you know, how I would spend my hours sometimes. I mean, I was obsessed with Skyrim to the point where I probably could consider the entire thing a comfort game, but, like, turn my brain off and just vibe. It would be building houses in Skyrim. Um, but I guess I'm seeing a pattern here between Minecraft and Skyrim. But, uh, I mean, I would always, my luck would be that I would finish my house and then I would walk outside and a dragon would have decided that this was its home as well. And it would attack me or like murder my horses and I would get really angry. So maybe not Zen at that point, but (laughs) overall it was a nice way to decompress was just building a house in Skyrim. (laughs) So that was my last one. That's, those are all really good choices. Uh, Mark, what do you, what do you got for your last one? So to finish off my statement from the last game, I was going to say as much as I played it a whole bunch, um, I wouldn't consider the Sims one of these games. Mm. Um, just because I think I have more fun just setting up a whole house and then just leaving it run a day and just seeing what happens when the Sims just have free will. <laughs> do, do, I, do I come back and three of them are dead? Oh Who knows? God. Is the house still there? I don't know. So that's not a game I sit to relax. It's a thing where I'm like, oh, let me try this experiment. I'm going food shopping. Let me <laughs> put this on and then leave the house. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty fun. Um, uh, to do that. But anyway, my real game um, uh, for this um, is uh, get, uh, we'll just say we'll just say Civilization, whether mm-hmm. it's five or six. That's a good one. Um, I really like playing Civilization. Um, it's real fun to um, try and do all the victories, even though ones like culture and religion are ridiculous. Um, the And as fun as domination is, it takes way too long um to win a game domination even if you get new um but yeah 
uh, I went through a thing with, I think it was five. I don't think I did this with six. Maybe it was six. Um, that Both games have been out so long where I was trying to beat it with each civilization because they each had their own specialty. And that would be the way I would calm down. Like, all right, I'm going to play through the civilization. And then, you know, uh, it, it won't surprise any of the listeners out there that I am um, 15 hours later on a Saturday. Um, I, I am I am near the end of, of a game of civilization. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. that That's where the hours suck away with this because it's always the one more turn yeah um aspect because it's literally a turn-based game that's a hard um, game to stop playing yeah, yeah, it's like oh i can hit end turn like you saw when me and dan were playing it yeah it would get to the point where if it didn't crash um you know we'd be like oh yeah. let's do one more turn i know it's almost time to end it <laughs> you know yep. um i got oh i got two more turns left on this scientific thing i'm researching i'll just play till i get that and then once i get that it's like oh there's only three more turns before i get this ship Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's it's addicting. That game's and, great. You know, I wish there was I wish a game like um like any of the space versions of this um type of game would, you know, the any of the 4X games in that sense um would would excite me, but for some reason just doing going through the history of man on, you know, on Earth or however you set it up is great. The best part about 6 is they started putting in like global warming and stuff. So mm-hmm. it really, um, it really makes you think about where you're building um, your your civiliz- your cities and stuff like that too, and you know trying to protect yourself from all that, and you know adding disasters and you know volcano eruptions and tornadoes and tsunamis and just adds a whole different layer than just you know going back and forth, mm-hmm. um, trying to outwit a civilization. So yeah, six has been really good for that. So, um, but yeah, while you know, when you're playing the game on higher level, I play it on whatever the fourth setting is, either Prince or King, I forget what they call it. Um, it it can get really tough, um, but playing it on an easier level, you just have some discover everything and um, all the great artwork in it. Yeah, it, it does look very good. Awesome. So from my last game, it's going to come as kind of a surprise, I think. It's kind of not, not a game I think you would expect uh, someone to play when they're winding down. But for me, it's the Kingdom Hearts series. Generally, it would be Kingdom Hearts 1 or 2, uh, just because of how nostalgic those games are. Mm-hmm. Also, you're in Disney World, so <laughs> true. It, it's kind of an escape that way, too. Yeah. And a lot of times, I'll just go into Traverse Town and just let the theme play. That, uh, that yeah. theme could put me to sleep so fast. <laughs> It's so soothing. It really is. And nostalgia it's, wise and just it sounds great. It's like I don't I don't know how to describe it's like it's it just soothes my brain. I don't know mm-hmm. how else to describe it. It's it's one of those things that I could just stay in Traverse Town for hours and just let that let that theme continually play and I would never get sick of it. And uh I again it might sound weird to some people that I'm playing an action game to calm down, but it's at the same time it's not exactly the most robust crazy action game it's it's somewhat simple so it uh it doesn't hurt hurt my brain any more than it would anyway (laughs) yeah it's a good one well yeah i think that i think that's gonna wrap up our our games to recharge and and what we play when we're feeling a little fried and uh we're gonna move on to one that is a bit more complicated (laughs) and that's our retro roulette game for this week and that's castlevania symphony of the night for the playstation 
And I'm really happy we got Jen back for this one. Me too. Because it's been a while, and I feel like you've missed a couple of games you'd really like. And this mm-hmm. one, for sure, I think is one that you would really like. So I'd like to hear your opinion. Yeah. I am really glad that uh, this happened to be the game that I came back for. Because I'm a, I'm a big fan of Castlevania games in general. Um, and I know I never played Symphony of the Night, and I know it is one of the best ones. So I was really excited, and it did not disappoint. Um, first and foremost, the music in this game right away was like, hell yeah. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> Castlevania game music is just epic. And like I said, this was just awesome. Um, I also really like the character portraits in this game and that old school anime style. Um, the game starts out nice, making it impossible to lose in the beginning. So that was uh, very kind as well. <laughs> <laughs> And um, it was also really nice not to worry about falling through stairs. I'm sure you would agree with me on that. It just like the bullshit wasn't there, which was (laughs) nice. I appreciate it. It was just like a smooth game. It looks great. It sounds great. I love it. Um, Difficulty wise, I feel like it was on the level of what I would have expected from a Castlevania game. Um, You know, you have the time where you're swarmed by enemies out of nowhere and you're like, whoa, like right in the beginning, you go down by uh, the water. And it's like the enemies are jumping on the platform and there's like seven of them. And you're like, oh, what the heck? Um, but I mean, overall, I think it's it's easy to get the hang of it. Um, it's not too difficult. I think the only like sort of negative, and this isn't really even a negative. I feel like it's a struggle. You only have one potion early on, which I I needed to use before I fought the double boss in the beginning. And after that, I really wished I had just one more. So basically what happened was I wound up stopping... Soonish after I met Maria, I wound up having about 30 health when I reached the plant that reminded us of Seymour. Um, <laughs> and I didn't have enough health to beat that boss with like, I, I just didn't, I basically didn't have the time to keep trying over and over and over again to figure out that part. So I stopped and I definitely will go back to it. I just wanted to take a break at that point. But I mean, I had a lot of fun playing through the game. Um, I just wish that I had a little bit more of an opportunity to gain some health back at that point. And I don't know, I could have missed the, uh, what do you call it? The wall chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I missed it. The wall wall meat. meat. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, overall, I had a lot of fun with the game. I've always, again, really liked Castlevania. So I was not disappointed at all by this. Mark, how about you? Yeah. So I am upset that I didn't get to play enough of this game. And by that, I mean I didn't get to play it till completion. Um, this, <laughs> this game's amazing. It's probably in... Um, it's If we're just taking... Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it. it. It's probably in my top 10 games of all time. Um, yeah, it's everything from that Jen described. The music, the look, the, the way the game plays. Um, you know, there's some outdated things because this game did come out, you know, over right. 20 years ago. Um, but... The the system of picking up the weapons and seeing numbers go up, um, which is definitely something uh, <laughs> that I love in any games I play. Um, if you listen to the games I like, you would know why. <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, the it, it just it's just it it's amazing that when you think of this era of games, that the game that was two D and probably was looked down on for being two D at that time is probably the one that aged the best. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, yeah, Sony's big thing 
in the early part of the PlayStation was no 2D games. We need all 3D games. Right. I don't. We don't want to release any 2D games because it, they're they're behind the times or whatever. Yep. And like you said, you could very easily see that a game like Symphony of the Night right now looks way better than like Siphon Filter does. Yeah. Like it, it's it's uh it's a testament to how good those games really looked. Yeah, it's classic. Yeah, and it's just. It's just kind of amazing that you get um, r- that this game wasn't relegated to it may have come out for it, but wasn't relegated to being like exclusive to the Saturn. Like, because I know it came out later, but but it felt like when the Saturn well, was never, out, they were never, pushing 2D. It never came out on the Saturn in the US. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I if I remember correctly from the Saturn, they were pushing a lot of like up-res 2D games. A lot of um, arcade for, style games, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Um, so I gotta say for for Konami, um, the fact that this came out on PlayStation is probably what had it have the legs it does. You know. If yeah. I don't I, I don't think if this comes out like exclusive to anything else at the time because of Sony's mandate, you know, this that we are talking about it today. Um, I think it gets lost in the ether um uh, of Saturn until like Maybe someone discovers it like five years ago when Saturn emulation starts getting good. Well, yeah, it kind of happened that kind of the same thing happened with Rondo of Blood for because it was on the Turbo Graphics or the PC Engine CD and nobody had one of those. And it was a Japanese only game. But now it's looked upon as one of the best Castlevanias of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And what this game, as much as I I love what this game really wanted me to do was to give. Bloodstained, I believe it's called. Um, Circle of the Moon or Curse of the Night or the, the one, one that's the one that's not like a ripoff of this game. The because I think Circle of the Moon looks like a Castlevania game. Um, yeah, one of them looks directly like a castle, like a like a like an eight bit or sixteen bit Castlevania game. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the one that's like fully f- like 4K or whatever, 1080p. Yeah, um, whichever one of those two. Um, I think it's Bloodstained, but. Um, it makes me want to give that game a shot, you know, because I already know what this game is. Um, but playing through that, playing through this again, I'm like, you know what? I should give that game a chance. Since I remember, you know, I beat this game when it first came out, never touched it again um, until this. Um, and I wonder if getting the refresher of playing this game um, will make me want to play that. And I think that's one of the best things that, I think our retro roulette thing does the advent of oh, excuse me sorry um emulation and 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 streaming and stuff like that um will do. I don't know if you guys felt that playing this game like from you know 1997 and going around and either going what have I missed from that generation or what games that are coming out now that were inspired by this should I be giving a shot at that I normally wouldn't give a second look at. Um, that's because, that's a good point because yeah. I should be thinking of it that way because I don't play games like this, but maybe I should because I like this. Yeah, yeah. It, it that that was whole mind when I was going through this was like you know I there's got to be a reason that this type of game you know has survived, um, and I should give them more a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just because uh, you know I fell in love playing it again like I did you know, um, two decades ago. Um, but yeah, this game's great. 
Um, I don't think it's a surprise to anyone listening out there about it. If you like Castlevania, if you like 2D games, if you like games, you know, like Bloodstained and all that stuff, um, you know, go back and play this because there's going to be some things in this that are um, light years better than than the newer game. Um, and it'll give you some history of where the where the genre came from. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I very much agree with everything you're saying, Mark. Um, the biggest thing for me is how easy this game is to pick up. A lot of a lot of games in this generation didn't. If you if you didn't have the manual or whatever, it, it could be impossible to play. Like when we were playing Klonoa, luckily it was only two buttons, but I could I didn't know how to do the main thing to <laughs> to progress, and you had to look it up for me. I didn't have to do that with this game. Um, and it, it felt, it felt really good. I don't know how else to describe it. The the second I got to be playing, it felt good. And it, I didn't, I didn't feel like it was laggy. I didn't feel like I wasn't doing enough damage. Uh, it was one of the first games I played on stream where I didn't feel like, oh, this is, this isn't going well. People aren't going to like, like watching me play it. Cause I'm not doing well. It was one of the first ones that I didn't feel like that was going to happen. Cause I felt like. I had a handle on the game and the music kicked in and I was like, yes, I'm so in for this. <laughs> it's so good. And I, this is coming from someone who dislikes older Castlevanias because of some, because of the bullshit uh, that we've talked about where you fall through stairs and crap like that. But it seems like they finally fixed all that stuff in this game and added some really weird <laughs> voice acting, which is fine. This yeah. it, it, it adds a little level of humor, even though, it's not supposed to be funny, but uh, yeah. it it's a it it definitely gives you another layer. I like that there's a leveling up system. Anytime I see level go up, I get happy. Anytime I can find a secret, I'm happy. And I also love that it's got save points all over the place because yeah. it makes trying to backtrack and go other places very easy as compared to like Metroid, where you don't really get all get that that often and. Yeah. You know, this is this is your your first Metroidvania. As far as I'm concerned, this is it. This is where it started. If you enjoy Metroidvanias now and you haven't played this one, you need to go back and play it. But yeah, Mark Mark is definitely right. The fact that I like this game so much tells me I should play newer versions of this, newer types of games like this. But I just haven't mm-hmm. because it was just like a blind spot to me when I was a kid, and I just never really played them. And I guess it was probably because it was a 2D game during a 3d generation or the beginning right. of the 3d generation yeah because they didn't push this game like the reason this game is so expensive today is because it didn't sell very well because they didn't really feel the need to push it because it wasn't it wasn't cutting edge like battle arena to shinden or something like that you know so it's hard to find a copy that's not over 70 dollars at this point which is ridiculous <laughs> Which is which is why I have it on PSN and I played it on you know a PSP Go. There's there's still ways to play it in its original form, and you don't have to lose a kidney to play it. But yeah, overall enjoyed it. Can't say enough about this game being as good as it is. But we should get some scores and then we'll get out of here because I feel like we've been here a long time. Yep, <laughs> it's been a marathon. First, yeah, first thing before we get the scores. Uh, there's a spoiler about Alucard. Put that out there. Oh. <laughs> All right, Jen. What do you give the 
Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I'm giving it a four and a half out of five. Um, I just wanted more flexibility on potions. That's really all. (laughs) (laughs) Overall, it's a really fun game. I would recommend... I was going to say pretty much what you said, Tom, anyone and and Mark, anyone that likes 2D gaming, if you haven't played this already, you should definitely pick it up and play it. And uh, yeah, it was amazing. Awesome. Mark? Well, this one gets one of my five out of fives. Um, This game's great. Um, All the games. That was when I had that pause when I was talking about it earlier. I'm like, yeah, this because basically all my top 10 games are fine. Um, So I was like, this one of them. And then, you know, made that decision there. But yeah. It's a five out of five. It's practically a game that, while maybe not the first in the genre, um, you know, because people will find some obscure game from from that time period. Um, it was the one that um, kickstarted it, at least amongst developers. Um, and then we got, um, you know, it took a while for it to sink in and then get all the great games that have come out with, you know, I haven't played a whole lot of them, but you know, you hear about it, um, you know, it's become its own genre at this point, yep. which is kind of amazing. Um, but yeah, I recommend if anybody has any um, love for action games, even 2D or 3D um, games with a slight RPG element where you get weapons and improve your stats. Um, and it does have a level up system, but I guess it's it could call it an RPG, but um uh, it doesn't have a skill tree or anything, or maybe I'm just really stuck in modern games like this. Um, it's got RPG elements. Yeah, but um, so does Madden. That's the thing that kills me about RPG. <laughs> Don't um, tell them, Mark. Don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Play it. You'll enjoy it. Uh, and you will know from the beginning of the, when you start as Alucard, if you don't like it once you get all your stuff taken away, um, you're not going to like the game in full because that's the whole game. Um, it is you know, you just get more powerful and able to go through enemies easier. Um, but I guarantee there's a better than average chance that you will you will like the game. Well, I uh, I'm also giving it a five out of five. Uh, this is pro- either my first or second. I have not given many out on this show, but uh, I agree with everything Mark and Jenny have said. I mean. It's hard to go wrong with a game that started a genre that uh, essentially every game has been copying ever since. Uh, but yeah, if you if if you like if you like Metroidvania style games nowadays, and you've played like a game like I don't know Messenger or something like that, and enjoyed that, you need to go back and play the the OG. And uh, I I think that's gonna wrap it up for for Retro Roulette tonight. And uh, now that we ha- all have scores, time to spin the wheel. Okay, I think we've I think we've talked about this game previously. We're gonna play Grandia for the PlayStation One. Yeah, I actually that does sound familiar. I did start streaming it a little bit back on the old channel. Well, after I beat Wild Arms. Oh, did you? This was yeah. this was the the, the, the follow up Wild Arms. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I'm excited now. Yeah. Uh, I know I know a couple people have, have been excited because I've mentioned it on stream that they want to see us play it. So there we go. Here we go. We're we're getting another <laughs> RPG. What a surprise. <laughs> another playstation game also yep so uh if you are listening to this the day it comes out head on over to our stream it'll probably be 9 30 we'll 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 see i'm not i'm not sure the the timings have been up in the air at this point 
Yeah. Uh, but head on over to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Game Vault Pod, and uh, come see come see what Grandia looks like on the PS1. All right. Uh, Mark, do you want to let everybody know about yeah. TC Tam? Yeah, so they call this a movie, which is a movie podcast that I am on that these uh, my two fine co-hosts here have been on in the past. Um, one willingly, one held at gunpoint um, <laughs> for for a movie. Um, you can decide which is which um, mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So you can find it anywhere you get podcasts, a Spreaker, um, you know, Apple, Google. Um, we just did our uh, Valentine's episode. Um, you know, since today is, uh, Valentine's day, um, you know, you can go and listen to that after this. Um, we, uh, watched, uh, 50 shades darker. I don't recommend watching that as a Valentine's day movie, significant other, um, <laughs> because either it's going to bore you to tears or you're going to find some things out about your significant other, um, by her reactions to certain things or his reactions, who knows, um, going on in that movie. Uh, but it is the first time that a movie was two hours long and nothing happened like to a, like astonishing degree of nothing happening. Um, it's a terrible movie and I was expecting that, but it was a weird level of nothing happening. Um, so be sure to check that out. We have, um, one more movie, um, coming up that we chose for February and then we have our poll, um, which you can go and vote on now. Um, we have Air Force One, First Kid. And uh, welcome to Mooseport. Um, so be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter uh, at TC Tampod. That's T C T A M Pod. And um, yeah, we're on TikTok as well. Um, so uh, yeah, go and check us out. And uh, Jen, what about our streams? So right now we stream consistently three days a week. Mondays is Retro Day with Tom. He's either playing through a retro roulette game that we pick here on the stream, or he is continuing his playthrough of Chrono Trigger. So that's a lot of fun to join. Wednesdays is our day where the three of us jump on and play a multiplayer game together. Right now it is Halo Infinite, so it is Halo Hump Day. And uh, we play with our friends Jonathan and Brian as well, which is awesome to get everyone together. So you should join us for that as well. And then Thursdays is Mark's day. It was co-op day. um, And now it is kind of just a grab bag day where we're just playing whatever we feel like. So yeah. We do have a special Thursday stream this week. If you're listening to us on Monday, um, this Thursday, Tom and I are going to be building a keyboard together virtually. I'm excited. Um, I'm so excited. I designed it in my mind, kind of. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the first time I'm going to be building it. And Tom's going to be on cam showing off his custom keyboards. This is a dangerous new hobby for me and an existing dangerous hobby for Tom. So we'll be talking about that kind of stuff. Um, so I think that'll be fun to, to do, but, uh, maybe we'll see more of those kinds of streams in the future. Yep. And just clarify for Thursday, it's still going to stay co-op day. Um, just life and stuff gets in the way as me and Tom are trying to figure it out. Um, but yeah, yeah. You guys came to me wanting to do the keyboard stream and I was like, sure. You know, we don't have like, I haven't, we haven't started the new game yet. Right. So the day is open. Mm Um, um, and we did our stream last Thursday in a celebration of good things happening in my life. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, I'll give in to Jen when I'm happy, um, <laughs> and do it. 
Um, and it was good, good to, to hang know. out. With, it was, it was, keep that in your back pocket. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> it was, it was good to hang out with a good friend, Tulula, and, um, yeah. uh, get in there and play, um, Phasmo. I will say, as much as the most of it's a bit, um, on the podcast here, but I think m- the best part about that game in any game is just, I, I don't, I don't care how good I am at it. It's just the talking to people. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the game got infinitely better for me. Um, sorry to I, I tangent at the very end here, um, but I want to get this out. The and this goes for games um, like this is that when the four of us were there, the fun spiked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, when no offense to you, Jen, but when it was just the two of us, <laughs> you know, it was like okay, like we're trying to play the game because there's, only, um, you know, right. So it was a bit we, more serious. Yeah, we can't bullshit. Because right. we have to fi- finish the game. Right, when we have to actually pay us, attention. One or two can go off and do the actual, you know, yep. it, you know, things that need to be done. And the rest of us can run around. Oh, I got a flag. <laughs> oh, look at the potato. You know, the potato. <laughs> you know, you, 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 can, you can fuck around. And, yeah. and that's where the fun comes. Um, so anyway, Tom, um, <laughs> Stone Age Gamer, I think, is next. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're, we're an affiliate of Stone Age Gamer. If you have any need for retro console accessories, whether it be controllers or cables or power supplies, head on over via the link in the description of this podcast. And every time you use it to purchase something, it gives us a little kickback and helps us make these podcasts and our streams better for you guys. So I hope we see you all this evening for the stream. Uh, I hope you. I, I hope we uh, we hear from you on Twitter. I'm I'm very interested to hear what you all think about. Uh, all of, all of the stuff we talked about, Nintendo, uh, any games that you like that uh, that calm you down, and of course our retro roulette game. So thank you everyone for for joining us through this extended episode. <laughs> Hope you all are doing well, staying safe, and for Mark, Jenny, I'm Tom, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. <laughs>